Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you don't we do it? Oh, let's talk to Recorded live. We're back. <laughs> hey, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm on the call already. <laughs> Me and Eric. Who's this? Blake. Oh, Mike, you started again? Yeah. No, this don't sound like Mike. Who's this? Because I'm looking yeah, on the board. Mike. It's not Mike. Somebody else called back in. Who's nope, this? It's Who? It's Mike. Yeah, but maybe the other Mike is not the other Mike from Ontario. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it is. Yeah. No, it ain't. It's not because yeah. I know his voice. Please. Play somebody else out from New York, so keep it moving. <laughs> All right, because see, I know. I ain't crazy. <laughs> well, I see how you laughing, because I know it ain't Mike, the one that I'm referring to. What do you think, Eric? I know it ain't. I don't need your opinion what you think, but I'm just I, asking. I, I, I haven't heard enough of them dogs, so. All right. Well, I know it's not Mike, so, you know, just <laughs> keep on pretending as you wish. March 9th. Who is it, Mark? No, I said March 9th, 2015. It is 9.13 Eastern Standard Time. Time stamping this talk shoot. Oh, you better change your time zone there, buddy. Yeah, it's 11.13 Eastern Standard Time. Please. See, oh, now I know you know. Yeah, 11 Eastern Standard Time here. That's what I in said. North America. No, she was saying nine. I'm at. I'm sorry, I, I'm at nine thirty Pacific. That's right. Or one right, right. There. See, I know what I heard. See. Have another beer. My mistake. No problem. We all make mistakes. I thought oh, you were joshing around. So. I'm mountain time. That's what it is. Alrighty. So, where you calling well, I've been from? Here eight years. Where are you calling from? Road. I'm on the road again. No, besides the road, I'm saying where you, okay, let's do this. Where you sleep at, at, at night? Alberta. Where you, okay, there well, you go. For tonight in this truck. <laughs> I understand. Understood. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you speak any other languages? Yes, I speak French. That's all I know, and we, I don't know much. I don't know what we Tabernacle. Huh? Wow. So, you never know. Anybody have any questions, answers, something? Hello? So, I'm just wondering, I got a good question about uh, 
with what? prejudice and without prejudice. So is that a legal term? The word prejudice? I think with I prejudice and without prejudice are legalese. I'm not 100% okay. sure, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, now that yeah, sounds like Mike. Yeah, it's still Mike. Really? <laughs> you don't believe me? Well, I mean, you, you just keep speaking. <laughs> don't sound like you, that's why. For some reason. Then every now and then it might. But we'll see. Soon enough, won't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's still me. I'm still in the same room on the same phone. I should sound the same. I know. Now, I know this sound like Mike, but the other guy laughing in the background was not. That's what I'm saying. So with prejudice and without prejudice is a legal term, term of art? I believe so. Yeah, we don't say that. You just say uh, discharge. I require this matter to be discharged, and that's it. No, at any point when somebody writes it or even says it, Oh, I wouldn't use it. Me personally. You can use other words just to be sure. I'm just trying I'm just trying to understand. Okay. Well, the best way to do it is look it up. Well, you know, that doesn't tell you tell you much. Especially when there when, when there's uh no, I, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. It's an agenda to all their their uh their terms. Okay, because I had a, it was a psychopedia, actually. So they had to turn from the biblical standpoint, Webster, and they had the legal standpoint. So that's how I uh, would know whether that word was or was not. I had a dictionary. So using the word with and without changes the word. It's like uh, ab initio. Or uh, initial, but that's all legal stuff, I believe. You know. Oh, a lot of people is back on the chat. Look like unless this is all. Oh, yep, Mike, you are on the call. I can see you at the top. So yeah. So what do you think, Mike? Mike, you have control of the board, right? Uh, yep. Okay, um, Central Minnesota, they put up their hand, look like. Uh, nobody's putting up their hand because nobody's muted. Well, obviously these two are Illinois and Central uh, Minnesota. I thought we were talking about something there. Go ahead. I know you was talking about the word prejudice. Is it a legal term or not? You want to understand that. I got you. And I believe it's a legal word. It's a way. You know what? You can probably Google it and ask. You think? Sorry, I was uh, trying to unmute somebody. What was that? Okay, no, I was just wondering, uh, what's your take on uh, on uh, with prejudice and without prejudice? Just trying to get a, a clear, concise uh, meaning. Uh, the dictionaries don't exactly. Uh, um, properly uh, describe it. Well, I've never actually researched them big or anything, but uh, 
as far as I know, dismissed without prejudice means the other yeah. side can come back again. And if it's okay. if it's with prejudice, they can't come back. Right. So it's uh, obviously uh, written in stone. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't and go for, writing UCC without prejudice, all rights reserved, and all that stuff on the bottom of forms. But yeah, no. Uh, I was just trying to understand uh, judgment with prejudice, judgment without prejudice, or or, uh, or even signing your name with prejudice or without prejudice. I just trying to understand what all that's all about. Yeah, I don't know if um. Because uh, on one of Gus's calls there, he was saying that he walked out of court, the attorney went and grabbed him it's because he signed his name with with prejudice or without prejudice, one or the other. I just really wanted to understand what was the meaning behind it. But see, if, if, if you're creating your own form or your own document, and you start writing without prejudice and all rights reserved and everything else, all you're doing is you're saying, my document means shit, I don't stand behind anything I put on this document. So you would be negating your own document. Right. If it was their cool. document, maybe you could do all that if you felt like it, but if I don't want to sign their document, I'm not going to sign it. I'm not going to not going to be a wuss and sign and then put without prejudice or yeah. all rights reserved and everything. I just wouldn't sign it. So signing your name and then putting any after it, is that, uh, does that Wait a minute. Do it or what do you, you just put any? Wait a minute. What are you trying to do? You filling out a form? Well, Carl was just talking about signatures and stuff, and we all got cut off. And I would really like to get down to the bottom of, uh, of uh, yeah, oh, okay, of that. okay. Now I know and, who and, you are. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and appeasing the one that's uh, forcing well, you to sign. Well, basically, basically, you sign the form. You're not under duress. It's somebody holding a gun to your head. No, so you signing something that. You know that you don't believe in. Like I said, if I did sign it and fill it out, I put it as a exhibit. It's like this. I'm gonna just yeah, say this. You, like, you say you had a case problem. The problem with that Aquila is that it's not an exhibit. A standalone document is not an <laughs> exhibit. An exhibit is attached to a main document. Yeah, you can't just write exhibit A. But it's his letter. I told him, write a letter, and that is what's attached. It's like this. If you had a case of beer in your car, you were drunk, the police took your beer. Now you want to get your property back. So you take a picture of that same case of beer in the store. You say, return my property, you know, whoever, whoever took it, and you say, see exhibit A, and you show them a picture of a case of beer that's the same one you had. Yes, so that's but, all the, I'm saying. but the picture of the case of beer that's marked Exhibit A is attached to the back of a main document. Exhibit yes. A is not a document on its own. It's attached that is to a true. Document. 
that is absolutely true, and that's why I told him to write a letter. Like I said, you the supervisor, you know, you the man, Jesse Smith, sometimes it's the supervisor, work as a supervisor for this particular company. You wish me to sign this form so I can get what's due to me. You know, it's, you know, and then you can have him ask, well, you know, I know you don't have a lot of time, you know, go, you can go ahead and cash the check, but you say, is there some reason I have to sign this? Why? You want to know why? Say, I'm willing to comply what I need to do, but is there some reason? You know, and then, you know, he probably said, yeah, we need it for all the records or whatever, so forth and so on. Say, okay, I will sign this, but it's only for you to fill out and do it for your records. Because that's what he told you. See what I'm saying? There's thing that's pretty cool about that, Mike, is uh, instead of calling it a W-9 form, because you don't even know what it is, you just called it Exhibit A. Oh, the W, the, the Exhibit A, yes. I, I named it that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying, though, is the Exhibit A has to be attached to something. It is, yeah, your know. letter, I know. your letter. But, but it, it, it'll have a dual purpose uh, in the end. Well, right. so I when, IR, when IRS says, oh, you filled out a W-9, no, I didn't. What's that? This year. Oh, Exhibit A. Okay, yeah. I filled that uh, Exhibit A out, yes. You're, I could, you're naming yeah. something else. And then when he goes to file an extortion charge... Uh, uh, claim, I should say. He, he, they already have Exhibit A in their uh, filings. See, I could That's see it for that, and that would be kind of funny. But another another thing that might be good is um, is if they see the form and it's already got Exhibit A on it. It might keep yeah. them on their toes, because what else would you be using a, a, an exhibit for? Yeah. They look well, at you exhibit yeah, paper. You can put it somewhere. That you're you're calling see. a piece of paper something other than, or, you know, you can just, call, uh, just put an A on it. <laughs> it doesn't have to say exhibit. No, I'm saying, yeah, you could still put a zip A, but put it so tiny or somewhere that they're not going to detect. You can put it, like, underneath your signature or something or wherever you're going to put it, and then, but on your letter, you're going to say, see exhibit A. And, you know, first you're going to write them and ask them, you know, that, you need that's to only when you file your this. claim. That's only when you no, file no, no, your no, claim. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm oh, suggesting. Oh, no, I, I heard what you said. That, that works, too. Go ahead and cash your check. Now, once you accomplish that, take your time, write a letter and say, Jesse Smith, you are the super, you're the man that sometimes do business as the supervisor for this company. I want to resolve this matter. I'm willing to resolve this matter. What do you wish me to do with this C exhibit A? And what is the purpose of it, you can ask. He, then you send it to him. He, he probably will respond to you and say, well, I need you to fill it out. This is why. And then you have your why. Now you fill it out, and but on your paper you say the only reason I'm filling this out because you can you can show him exhibit A and exhibit B. Your exhibit A will be the letter he responds to you. Your exhibit B will be the form. See, 
then you have it all. So anything come up later with the IRS tax, whatever you want to say, then you have your info, you have your proof, you have it all. That's what I would do. What do you think? I've already, I've already agreed that, that I understood what you said. But, yeah, because you want to get the check thing out of the way because that is your money. It's due to you. That's yours. Yeah. So regardless, you know, I say, you know, I want to so resolve this matter for receiving partial payments, with, you know, and this amount is the due amount to me. That's definitely partial a good payment for $700. If it was $1,000 they owe you, 300 is due back to me or whatever is due. And, you you know, you just ask him that simple question. You say you're the supervisor, you Jesse Smith, you're the supervisor, you know, you're the man that is a supervisor for this particular company. We, in, in the past week, was in conversation about a matter concerning something you wanted me to, this form you wanted me to fill out. What is the purpose of me filling this form out? That's all you want to establish. When he responds back to you, let's say, he, oh, we need it for our records, we need it for the file, you know, so this or whatever. Well, it doesn't matter his reason. Now you're going to write a follow-up letter. That follow-up letter you will write would say, you know, I'm in, you know, whatever your name is, I, you know, wish to resolve this matter. The only reason I'm filling out this form, as you stated, see exhibit A, and that will be a copy of the letter he sent you, and see exhibit B, the form. You don't have to say the form in your paperwork, you know, and you say, I hope this satisfies you, and then sign your name, and then you send it to them. See that? That makes sense? Or Hello? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying exactly do that. You can do that, or you can run it by somebody else, because then you can get on call show, uh, get on Angela's show, or whomever, and then you can ask your questions directly. Hopefully, you ask that you call, or somebody else familiar, you know, with the answer to help you in that matter. See, I've never seen a W9. I've never seen a W9, and I don't know what it's for. But me either. I don't understand why you can't just take the check, go to the bank, deposit it in your account, and wait for tax season to roll around until mama IRS thanks, but no thanks. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but he perhaps needs the money now, so, uh, you know. Yeah, Mike. I don't know. Hello? Yeah, I was, yes, I was thinking about that. He but he got he got the uh, royalties uh, uh, from his mother, who has passed away. So uh, obviously they don't have any information on him. So uh, maybe when he fills out the ten ninety nine, he'll get he'll get all of his money back on the next check, because they're just trying to find out figure out who the heck he is. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, my my understanding also about this is uh, um, this is uh, 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 what do you call that when uh, a class action suit where they have to do the payout because uh, 
someone they negated uh, paying out the royalties at some point, and a whole bunch of them all got together and got a class action suit, and this is the payout. But obviously, they they require a 1099 to allocate all the money for their own tax purposes and cover their own butts. All right. All right. They don't know who he is. He he, he was uh, given this or inherited it from his mother. So that's true. Is it? Yeah, so maybe, just trying to, maybe just trying to find out who the heck he is, and then right. after after he fills it out, they'll have the information. Then he can just maybe even make a phone call and say, uh, "Okay, now you know who I am. So uh, you know, just give me the whole check now, if you would, please." Maybe I fell yeah. off the but is is this not a private agreement? Well, I'm saying, let me ask you this, sir. Um, so you said you inherited this from your mom, right? Hello? I don't think well, that uh, guy's that, on that, here that, that, that gentleman's not on. Okay, if he inherited from his mom, wouldn't that be now I take over? Now, I, you got to start a brand-new contract with me because that contract was with my mom. And when he started his new contract, he could tell him how he wanted to do business with him. See, what he's doing is following the same pathway or same line when I don't believe he can have to do that. Since so Now he's in charge. He's, they borrowed from him. So he's in control of that contract. So actually, he really don't have a contract with them in a way. Sounds like you're reinforcing what I just finished saying is it's a private contract, right, Akila? I understand that, but he has to establish that, but he don't have to establish on their way that they're asking him is which is filling out that form. Now he but, have proof of his ID, his birth certificate, whatever he have that who he is, who he is, and that he is that that is his property. If they want to wish to continue to do business with him, they would do this and he can settle it in court. At that point, there is there is trespass. But I mean, it's going to cause a big mess. But if he's willing to go through with it, that's up to him. Or he can just. I don't think I don't think they know who he is. He might start. This guy is going to war against a corporation that's just trying to give him money. The corporation has rules that they have to follow, and their hands are tied. And now this guy is going to war against. The corporation that's trying to give him cash. I think his war is with the IRS in the future. Exactly. If they hold his money, yes. Or if they administrate uh, administrate that property, yes. But see, that's what I was asking because to me, it seems like they're going to give him all his money, and then the IRS is going to come knocking for their cut. Yes, and that's I when the that fight. Too. So after he gets his check, maybe that would be a good time to start writing letters to the IRS and asking Betty or Joe or somebody at IRS a question or two and then send another letter a little while later and ask him another question or two and keep doing that until tax time. That's why I think it would be important for that W-9 to say exempt on it right off the hop. So that when they do give a copy to the IRS, it says exempt on it already. And especially if the W-9 is the form that says, if you believe you're exempt, check this box. 
Is that yeah, is that or, on W nine? Or even or even if it doesn't, write it on there anyway. No, but but be be careful when you check in boxes because you know anything in the box is not part of that contract. I usually check outside of the box just to keep well, that in mind. Don't even check the box, but there's usually a line right beside it. Right beside at the right hand side, right exempt. See, another thing people got to think about, too, is when you're doing all these crazy endorsements and all these strange modifications to documents and writing void and all this other crap on it, all you're doing is setting up all these red flags. They look at this form with all this blue ink all over it, everything scratched out and shit written all over it. You're going to say, holy crap, what is this sovereign citizen trying to do? And it's going to be nothing but problems after that. Well, that's why I put on their form of it somewhere, and I'd be somewhere. Like, usually, when I'm writing my, usually when I'm writing my first letter, I don't do all that I am and nonsense. Oh, no. Because it, it just tips people off. It's like playing poker and showing everybody your hand. Yeah. You don't go, you don't go setting up the red flags right from day one. You're, it's just suicide. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, you write a nice letter at first. You know, you want to act nice. You know, that's what you say. Basically, the letter I was telling him to write, you know, what do you wish me to do with this form? You know, I'm willing to comply, you know, and settle this matter. And you are, you, Jesse James, the man, Jesse James, that sometimes acting like a supervisor. Once he tells you what he wants to do, you got your answer. So you're writing him a letter. There you go. Anyways, uh, Seth, no, what was it? it was you, who did you unmute? Um, you unmute uh, Minnesota, I think. Minnesota? Or was it Kentucky? Central Kentucky. Well, anyways, Mike, you want to say anybody have any questions? Joe, show Mike. I don't want you to think I'm trying to take it over. I'm just no, that's okay. If anybody uh, wants to jump in, go ahead. I got a question. Go ahead. Yep. You guys have any uh, opinion on civil forfeitures? Civil what? Civil forfeitures. What's that? That's a good question. Uh, one of the things I, I saw online was uh, a John Oliver, who was a comedian, and he was talking about civil forfeitures. And it uh, came down like the cops pull you over, and uh, they ask you for your ID and stuff like that, and they ask you another question: How much money do you have on you? And if and they rob you for a certain amount, then uh, they'll they'll take the uh, the money, and uh, and they'll keep it. You know, no uh, uh, no judgment from a judge or anything like that. They just. They just feel that maybe possibly this guy might be uh, trying to do a drug deal or something like that. Not heard of that, huh? Well, no, but the thing, the, the thing of the matter is, uh, if somebody come at me like that, you know, um, you got to know who's coming after you, know the man that did you harm. You know, if they did take your money, it's your property. doesn't matter. They owe it back to you. And... You have to claim it. And, you know, if they ask you, you know, basically come to the car and ask, you know, driver's license registration. And I say, is that an order? 
Yeah, okay, give it to them. Why Why fight? Then they look at your license. Is that you? Say, no, I'm not that little car. You think that's me? I'm not a little car, but I'm a woman, Aquila. You know, and I'll say my name. This is my name. You say, and then you say, you know, what have I done wrong? He might, you ran the red light. Oh, I ran the red light? Please forgive me. I hope I didn't injure or damage another man. Have I? You know, it's what was your question about? Me. What was your question about the civil forfeiture? Or what was your question? The gentleman asking the question. Hello. I don't know where he went. Hello. Didn't that just come up a couple of weeks ago when the AG? Yes. The said they're going to crack down on that. Yeah, he passed a policy or something that they're going to supposedly curb that, but not really sure yeah. how uh, how reaching that is. Mm-hmm. Well, you but yeah, they've been uh, they've been uh, stealing. I, I think they it's up in the billions of dollars, two three billion dollars worth of civil forfeitures. People just going across the country. Picking mm-hmm. up uh, kitchen equipment for their restaurant, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. People don't wow. know anything about the law, and they start getting into police start asking them questions. They don't know any better, and before you know it, their all their cash is gone, and they can't get it back. Well, hmm. so for for us on this phone, yeah, we we're, we're probably more much more well equipped to deal with those types of situations, but for the 99.999% of the people out there, they mm-hmm. have no clue. True. They'll just so do whatever the cop says, answer any of his questions, they submit True. to authority. Yeah, and the bad part, if you tell them, they're not going to believe you, and they're not going to think you crazy, so. You just don't answer questions. Don't answer any of their questions. That there's something wrong? You're probably better off going on Mike's route. Mike, just just get the ticket and go on your way. Don't answer any questions. Well, that's if you wish to do that. I've done. Yeah. I'm not going to be mean to root, but I'm gonna stand up for myself. Yeah. So when we get in court, you can't say I just because you said you accepting everything they do, like everything is great. Is it fine? You 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 in their jurisdiction? You're doing this and you're doing it. I like that it's their order, because if I follow your orders, you're going to pay me now. That's the purpose. That's not, that's why I asked that. So, then you move your case. Well, I agree with you. I mean, well, you know, I just uh, saying for everybody else out there in, in yeah. uh, wonder, Wonderland. Yeah, it's, well, it's not so much that is, you know, especially people been on the call so quite some long time. But when is you going to get that experience standing up for yourself? So that that begin there, because when you get in the court, then you'll be well, you know, ready. So if you continue to just not do anything and let bygones be bygones, then don't, you know, there you go. You know, there's one time I, you know, I was doing legal ease. I told this on, uh, I think Gus's show, I believe. And I was doing I was helping my friend um, for immigration court, and I was taught some things, but I 
you know, I was learning on the fly. I didn't get it all. And I told the judge I'm the executive administrator for this guy's estate. And he pointed at me and said, get out my courtroom. And I point right back at him and I said, no, I'm the chief administrator here. So they had the security guards to come after me. And I told them, take your hands off me. I will sue you. I can walk on my own. And they never arrest me. And I didn't know I was doing what I was supposed to do, but I didn't know much. But like you when should be careful. you should be careful because what you did was communicated a threat. To sue somebody is a threat? Oh yes. Absolutely it is. Well yeah. Sure I saw them, but well, they can take me to court. Obviously they didn't. They didn't touch me. So obviously they, they might have got scared or whatever. They threatened them first. Doesn't matter. It was self-defense. If there's 12 people in a room and they all make threats, there's still threats. doesn't matter if one was before. I believe Carl Carl has said that, that uh, if anyone touches me, I'll sue everybody here or whatever. It's still a threat. Yeah, but it's okay. It's a good threat. It's not going to be okay. A threat is okay if you're willing to follow through with it. I tell no, you what, it got me out of trouble, so it got me where I'm today, so I'm good with it. But that's like saying I'm allowed to tell you that I'm going to punch you in the face and it's not a threat because I I actually am going to do it. It's still a threat, and if I do it, that's another charge. It's like telling you if you, if you come at me, I'm going to defend myself. So that's a threat, too. That's so and? That's, that's absolutely different, though. Defending yourself is different. Yeah, that was coming up. They, that was. I'm telling you, don't touch me. Yeah, but if you say don't touch say me, I'm that's punch not you in a the threat. Face. I could have said that. If, if you touch me, I'm going to punch you in the face. I could have said that's, that. That's a threat. You know, but the better way, I'm going to sue you. They understand that. They didn't touch that me. Is, but that is also a threat. Good. You could I, say, yeah. you could say, are you aware that I can sue you if you touch me? That's not a threat. Well, I said if you touch me, I will sue you. That's a threat. Good. Anyway, I don't do that anymore. I'm not as rough, rough like that anymore. I'm, thank God, I'm much calmer. But I get my point across. I and I it's use different if you're a woman and you're a man. If you say that, I guess, and what your hope. Well, I didn't say all of that because I didn't know all of that at the time. I just said... Yeah, that's what you said. You were new new at the time. Now that I know better, I'll do better. If you you owe me 50 bucks and I go up to you and say, give me the 50 bucks or I'm going to sue you, that's extortion. And it also sounds like a threat because that really does sound like a threat because it's almost like you're telling that person I'm going to cause bodily harm if you don't. So I'm going to do something to you yes. if you don't give me that money. Where yep. you could say, do you know that you you stole me 50 bucks? That doesn't sound like a threat. Or does it? That doesn't sound like a threat, right? It's not. Or are you aware you stole me 50 bucks? You're just asking him a question. Right. Yeah, I, I can say you still owe me 50 bucks, but I can't say I'm going to do something to you if you don't pay it. Right. When can I have right. my money? When are you going to pay yeah, me my money? I, when can I, I have my money? Oh, you're well, right. You know what? I should have said, you know I can hold you locked up for this. Yeah. Or you can say, you know I can sue you. 
for this. We're because, usually posing a question instead of like. So, right, of, it's more of a question. Right. Than, yeah, so, but it, so I get it. I get it. I'm wrong, and I'm going to admit that. But it, so I see where you're coming from. It's not only because it's a question, because I can go up to you and say, how would you like me to punch you in the face? And that will still be perceived as a threat. So it's it's considered a threat. Huh. Yeah, but it's no, you you will be held liable if you do not pay me. They is. They held liable. I'm just telling them the truth. No, but that's a threat. You could say you can be, but if you say you will be, that's a threat. Okay, I'll just change the words around. Yeah, I'll if you say that makes, that makes sense, it makes total sense. Yeah, if you, I want to you do it say, right, so. if you say, um, are you aware that I can sue you for that? You're just giving them a friendly warning. Just so you know, you make your own decision, but now you're aware. Do as you wish. But see, if I say, give me the 50 bucks you owe me or I'm going to sue you, that's that's using, I guess not if you owed me the money, but say you didn't owe me the money and I said, give me 50 bucks or I'm going to sue you, that's mm-hmm. threatening using, that's uh, robbery using color of law or theft using color of law. Mm-hmm. Or extortion. I would just say, think of it as your friend. And you said to your friend, "Give me, 50, give me the fifty bucks you owe me." From that point forward, you're kind of telling your friend that, "Look, if you don't give me that money, I'm, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my money." But if you say to your friend, "Listen, you stole me, you know, you stole me fifty bucks," it doesn't sound like you're being confrontational at all. And your friend may just say, "Okay, I owe you the money. And I'll give it to you it's, when I have it." You know, you're kind of like cutting somebody off at the knees when you say, give me my 50 bucks. That's kind of how I would think of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, give me 50 bucks. That's not a threat. That's just a statement. So isn't a a threat a legalese charge? Common law, you can't go after somebody for a threat unless they actually Uh did something. What's what's the common law version of threat? I don't know, but if I say I'm gonna, you know, punch you in the head, and I don't actually do it, is that I do any crime? No, mm-hmm. but you threaten me. Okay, but is it a crime? Is, is somebody injured? Yeah, you home me. That's gonna cause me home. It's gonna make me. You know, so feel like is extortion? I'm gonna be in fear. That's harm. Putting people in fear for their life or fear for whatever, that's harm. So by what you're saying, Vital, is I can walk around with a gun, point it and r- stick it right right an inch away from somebody's face and say, give me your freaking wallet or I'm going to kill you. Well, that's a different story. Now it's no, like... It isn't, no, it isn't because you didn't do any harm. Right? No, no, no. Are you attempting to... It's attempted robbery. Oh, so now it changes. So now it's not anymore. Yes, but if you say to somebody, let's say I don't. Okay, let's say I'm talking to you and I tell you, hey, next time I see a kill, I'm gonna punch you in the head, right? That's a threat. Let's try it. Did I? Did I? Did I harm a killer? So what's the difference if I hold a gun to your face and say, "Give me the money, or I'm gonna kill you"? 
What because is the big you're actually physically there holding the gun in my face. So my geographical location decides if I'm legalese or common law. Of course, because it's you're, no, it you're, you're doing no, robbery. That's a robbery. No, it's not because uh, I didn't get the money. Okay, if uh, if you uh, it's a threat. It's a threat to rob. If you're if you're with me and you pull your gun out and you say, next time I see a killer, I'm gonna try to rob her. Is that a crime? I don't know. I guess we should all <laughs> yes, run it's around that. Yes, it's a crime because it's a threat. A threat to who? Yeah. You don't know anything. You know you haven't been told anything. Nothing happened to you. I didn't say to me. You told him to threat, so he witnessed your threat. It still doesn't make it right, but you you didn't harm me. You didn't bother me. All right. See, this, no, this, no this is Vital's classic move: is he'll pose a question. And then when I answer the question, he jumps to something completely different. Now all of a sudden there's a third oh, party you jumped, So you jump all to something right. different. I see what y'all want. I you am in the middle of this. Hello. You jumped Tricky to something different too. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you did. I said. So let's go. Let's, let's, let's the you're, you're, the hold on. Hold it on, doesn't hold matter. On. You said let's go a threat else. is legally. One at a time. One at a time. You said a threat is legalese. <laughs> That's the conversation. Oh, I asked you a. I asked the question. I didn't say it was. I said, "Is this threat legalese?" No, it's real. Because in, in, in old times, people went around threatening each other all the time. Nobody went to jail for it. What's that? In the old days, people went around threatening people all the time. Nobody went to jail for it. So people yesterday went around robbing banks, and no one went to jail. Well, they went to jail when they got caught. Okay, well, maybe people threatened people, got caught, and went to jail for it. No. Right. right in front of the sheriff, they used to do it. Well, you mean back in the days where they used to shoot each other at high noon? Right on, on the main drag? Yeah. Okay. That was common law. Okay, so we should all go around and shooting people because it's common law. It's not right. I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying. Just how how is how is walking around town shooting people on the street common law? Well, they weren't just shooting people on the street. They would call. Yeah, they uh, were right in front they, of the saloon. Yeah, they were. Huh? Fucking right, they were. They were shooting people high noon, right on on the main street of downtown. But they felt they had a problem. They were called out. People were called out. And uh, okay, so again, we can go around guns and shoot people in the face right on on the street because that's was, common law. No, no, no. I'm talking about if you had a somebody call you out saying we're going to shoot, I don't have to participate. Now, if you could show up and participate, you get what happened here. Period. Well, that's so, the thing. You're trying to tell me that me and Vital can mutually decide we're going to have a shootout downtown. Kill each right, other. he don't have to show up. Now, if he show up, that's what you no, 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 no. Me and Vital agree that we're gonna go downtown and we're gonna shoot each other in broad daylight, and that's mm-hmm. common law. Yeah, there was yeah, common law. There yeah. was common at the time. Really? Yes. Really? So we can go around yeah. to shooting each other. Really? Yeah, it what? is common. 
I'm not saying it's right. It is totally lawful for two guys to go downtown and shoot each other. Totally lawful. Wait a minute. They even did it in Congress. Well, we ain't talking about them. They ain't right, period. They had duels. They had duels. Was it Zachary and the... Zachary and the... Jackson? Was it Jackson? Hamilton? What's that? Was it Zachary and Hamilton or Zachary and uh, Jackson? They had a duel? I don't know. Like, what's, how many hundred years ago was that? Back in the day where you go outside the saloon and shoot each other dead in the middle of the street in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you talk about today or yesterday or tomorrow? You're well, trying to tell me that it's common law today to go and shoot a man dead in the middle of downtown in broad daylight. No, I asked you I asked you about it if a threat is legalese or common law. That's all I wanted to know. It's both. I think I think when Carl talks about uh uttering a threat is using legalese against them. Because in their right. rules, they can't make a threat or extort. Right, but it's a, at that point, it's another man trying to threaten me. You know, I don't look at him as That's a police I, officer. He's not acting. He's not a police officer if he don't wrong. He, he he forfeited his job, his duty. Right, and that's why that's why I'm saying that common law, like uh, uh, man versus man, if one man says, "Hey, you better cut it out," or I'm going to punch you in the head. Right. All right. Nobody nobody gets in trouble for that. Well, if he's hitting you or touching you, yeah, that's self-defense. No, but the, it becomes, it becomes, uh, uh, it, I think it's more legalese than anything else. All right. And, and that's, and that, uh, not communicating a threat or whatever, that's all uh, stuff that's, you know, you're holding them accountable, basically. Through to their uh, status. Why you let them threaten you? You let them do all. You don't do it back to them, and then you just take uh, the right action against them uh, right. to get you know get your um, you know get your justice basically. All right. Any other well, questions? Well, interesting question, but but it sounds about. like if if we believe that uh, you know if there's no victim, um, you know uh, a threat doesn't really, uh, there isn't really a victim. Well, legal, victim is more like a legal ease. Yeah, victim is more like a legal ease. If there's no other man could come forth or a woman and say you've done them harm or done them some injury, damage, then there's no case. I want Please. somebody to go to the bank first thing in the morning and okay. go up to the teller and say, I'm going to kill you. And let's see if they uh, stay out of jail for long. But that's what I'm saying. That could that's be legalese. Plus, you're going in a place of commerce where there's uh, a, a robbery can happen, and it's so, like you so now, it's like yelling so fire now, in a crowded theater. It's, conjecture. it's like yelling fire in a crowded theater. So like the airport. It's like going to the airport and saying bombed. Hold on, hold on. Wait, you're going way too fast. So, All right, sorry, I'll speak a little slower. So I can 
I can walk onto the bus and tell the old lady I'm going to break her fucking neck, but I can't tell the lady at the bank that I'm going to kill her. Because uh, at the bank, sometimes banks get robbed. Yeah, I don't understand where this logic is coming from. Yeah, if you if you had a barbecue, if you had a barbecue and you yell out fire, fire, it's not a problem. But if you're in a, a, a situation where there could be a stampede and people get killed, and there wasn't, you know, there was no fire. So if I yell fire in a theater, that's a common law crime. What? I, I'm trying to follow your logic. You're all over the place. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a crime. Let's, yeah, it's a crime if people let's get Let's break hurt. it down. Let's break it down. You there is no legal ease crime. There is just a crime, period. If people get hurt, if people get hurt in the theater, yeah, it's a crime. So I, I still don't understand why I can walk up to somebody on the street and say, I'm going to shoot you and kill you. And that's okay, but if I go into a bank and say I'm going to shoot you and kill you, now it's a common law crime. It's okay to threaten somebody on the street, but not somebody in a bank. I don't see a lot of... I never said anything about common law. All I said was that making a threat sounds more, if there is no victim, just making the threat sounds more like statutory than common law. That's all I said. Unless it's in a bank. See, now you got to change the perimeters to somewhere else. And you say, no, I No, that's what you told me. You told me I can't tell a, ba- a bank teller I'm going to kill her because sometimes banks get robbed. That's what no, you, you said. You brought the bank teller up. I didn't bring that up. All I said because was. Because you said I'm allowed to threaten people on the street because it's not a common law crime. Then you said I can't threaten somebody at the bank because it is a common law crime. Because banks do sometimes get robbed. If you write to a man, if you write to a man that owes you money and you say, "Hey, uh, pay me my money, or I'm going to sue you," that's not that you can't be charged with a crime. Now, if you're trying, if you're trying to, if you're trying to deal with uh, uh, entities that have offices, and you're trying to resolve the matter. Uh, you want them to commit the crime, not you, so you're not going to do it so that they can come after you. And that makes sense. Not not uh, uh, communicating a threat when you're trying to get them to communicate the threat. Well, isn't the whole idea that, you know, like if someone does you wrong, that you, you're the one that takes action? You don't threaten them to do it. Like, let's say... Your ex, if I mean, she could come up and say, you know what, I'm going to sue you for divorce. Well, she's the one that communicated a threat. Well, if she ultimately just comes up and sues you for, for divorce, well, that's just an action she's taken. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of mentioned something like that. If if you uh, communicate it, and you know, then you should you need to follow through with it. Well, you don't need to communicate. Let's okay, say you bunch of Where are you getting this stuff from? I can t- I can I can hold a gun to your face and tell you I'm going to kill you and that's a crime, but as long as I actually follow through and kill you, now it's not a crime. No, that's not where what I said. That's not what I said. 
I you said as long as you follow through, it's not a No, that's not what I said. I said if you're gonna make if you're gonna make the threat, then you better be ready to follow through with it. Okay, so if I threaten to shoot you in the face, that means I have to do it now. How does that make sense? You don't you make it ready to do it. If you say I'm gonna sue you, then you should be ready to sue. You should be able to make, sue. You don't yeah, make a threat. A threat is a threat. Like, where are you don't coming up it. with this magical guideline where it's okay to threaten to punch somebody as long as you actually punch them, or you can threaten to sue somebody as long as you sue them? But no, I never said. I never said it was okay to say you're going to punch somebody if you're actually going to do it. Okay, well, where are you drawing the line then? Don't make blank threats unless you're able to carry it through. Don't say, I'm going to sue you, but then you're not going to follow okay, through with okay. it. Okay, so why why is a threat in one place okay, but a threat in another place is not okay? Where do you draw the line? Where I don't the think saying, I don't, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying that if you say, I'm going to sue you, I don't think it's a threat. What is it? It's an announcement of an action that you're going to do. Okay, okay, I'm holding a gun to your face, and I'm telling you I'm going to shoot you in the face. Now you're threatening to commit a crime. Suing somebody is not a crime. Okay. Yeah, Mike? Is it a a crime to sue somebody? It's, It's kind of like, you know, if I don't mind interjecting here, well, I don't mind at all, but if you don't mind... It's kind of like I know you don't mind. It's kind of like having a sign sitting in your window that says "Beware a dog." You've made full, full aware that you're that, that you're the dog that's in your house is dangerous, and if anyone that comes in, you can be sued over it. You said that your dog's dangerous already. You you've you know so you're saying that uh, you know you do this or you're in trouble. No, you like just like the court action of uh, divorce or anything else. It just you go through with it. You just do it. You don't give them fair warning. It's just action. Yeah, that's another possibility. Well, but just because you tell somebody you're going to sue them, uh, that's not that's not against the law. No. Well, you don't threaten them over it. You either take take responsibility for your action and do it. Or you sit there silent. You don't sit there and say, well, if you do this, then uh, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't think that all... What about about notice of intent to uh, file a lawsuit? Is that a threat? Yeah. It happens every day. Same thing. And nobody nobody gets charged with anything. Yeah, but who's paying attention to it? You know, you're putting somebody on notice that a lawsuit is coming, unless there's a settlement. And that's actually been, that's actually been talked about. We've talked about that before. Yeah, and so uh, let's say it's a letter coming from uh, the lawyer. You say you talk about is this a threat? Are you are you threatening me with this? Are you is this are you committing extortion? Not if you actually, if the man actually owes you money and you're going after him for the money. You can't sit there and say, you do this or this happens. You fo- you follow through with your action. You you don't tell the other 
party that this is what you're going to do. You just do it. You say, I'm suing you, you know, like they're going to get a letter that we, we require the, this money for certain services. Here's a copy of my lawsuit. If I don't receive payment by the 25th, it will be filed and may be filed in court. Is that a threat? May? Huh? It may be filed? Well, yes. Sounds like you're not really standing on your own two feet, but anyway, aside from that. Well, I can decide, I can make that decision then. Well, no, you don't need to do that. They they can, they're, they're big boys. They want to take you to court, then you just send, you got a bill. What? Here's, here's my that's bill for That's not a threat, that's a promise. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I've, I've gone through that one before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the that's head. That's Brooklyn. not a threat. Excuse that's me, a y'all. promise. Excuse me, y'all. Excuse me, the people of the call. That's a Brooklyn, that's a Brooklyn thing. <laughs> okay, fine. That's you want to take me to court? I, I, uh, I, I will accept it. Here's my, conditions, my conditional acceptance. Well, You're going to conditionally accept she punch you in the head? I conditionally accept you punching me in the head, but I'm going to require uh, $1,000 for it. A few band I'm going to require and, a few and, and, and all bandages. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you, hey, you, 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 you got to understand when you're drawing the line. Like, you want to start threatening right. someone. I mean, hey. you, you know, like, I mean, nobody wants to be, you know, walking down a street and be threatened with a gun or something like that, right? I mean, the whole idea of our existence is really to try and get along with, you know, the other man, woman that are out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the bullies that are out there too, and they're the ones that are going to extort. Well, you know, they'll they'll not, you know, reach their aftermath someday. But I'm not the I'm not the one that introduced the gun or anything like that into the discussion. Well, my, question, my saying, original question was: I, Is making a threat legalese or is it common law? I think it's I think it's both. A threat. It'd be accepted as both. Y'all keep saying legal ease. Legal ease don't count. It don't exist. It's nothing to a man or a woman. So if you threaten a man or woman, period. I think he's just looking for where where is that definition of threat falling under? Is it legal ease or is it lawful? I think it's both. It's lawful. You threaten somebody, that's lawful. It's both. That's a law. Well, they use it in legal ease, but they use it a different way. But it is law. You can't threaten a man. That's the point. You can't threaten a man or woman. So it's just you threaten me, okay? Then you're going to pay. Everybody's going to pay consequences for whatever you do wrong. So that's a wrong thing to do. So hey, you pay for it. So let's say whatever I pull the gun out and I point it at somebody and I say, "If you move, I'm going to blow your head off." Does that kind of restrict your movement? Yeah, but I'm going to say you better not miss. <laughs> like, does that does that not interfere with your ability to go from point A to point B? That interfere with and also it putting you in fear. It's causing you harm, period. Yep. You're a man. Some other man is threatening you. Now, the company can't threaten you. That building can't threaten you. Even a gun can't threaten you, but the one that's using it can threaten you. So they're using that tool to do you harm. 
So if the gun's just sitting there, it can't do nothing to nobody. There's got to be a line somewhere that crosses. Yeah, um, the line is that threats are a trespass. Right. Yeah. So it's unlawful. Mike, you can't walk around town telling people you're going to kill them. Can't do it. Can anybody hear me? Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Who's this? Oh, my name's Joe. Yeah, Joe in Kentucky. I've been listening. We just talked. I mean, I've been listening to the conversation, but uh, I mean, to me, the line is the threat that I hear some of the voices on the call making is after your. Uh, your you, yourself has been threatened, okay? So that's the line. When you have been threatened with harm, that's when you say, if you continue to do this, then I will sue you. That's what the guy was saying earlier. And there's no, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. That's, that's completely morally and ethically right. And I think that's what he was saying. And Mike's take, and Mike seems to be t- picking a, a bone with, uh, he's making a blanket statement saying that, all threats are bad. No, the the the, the line is crossed when your so, you have been. So when IRS says that you owe us ten thousand dollars, pay up, or we're going to take legal action, you're telling me that's not a threat and that's completely that, lawful. No, that's a threat, but they're threatening you. That's what I'm saying. You are they're they are threatening the to, to, to administrate your property. That's a threat, and it's and that's extortion. Or yeah, that's extortion. that's wrong. Well, if they saying I'm going to take legal action, like take you to the court, that's not a threat. Anyone yes, can take you to the court. That's okay. Using but color if of law, you take something from using me, color of law to extort. It's using it's, color of law to extort somebody. It's extortion. Right, but, but I don't. But since we know the truth, I mean, this is not for anybody. But we know the truth. We don't have to participate. The they not, even if they're going to use the courts, it's still it's still a threat and it's still extortion. Right, because they're doing it in the wrong manner. They're not using the law; they're using threatening you. You know, but and they're making you you come in somewhere, so somebody got to compensate you for showing up. But now, 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 what I was saying before: if a man owes another man money, and he <laughs> says, "Hey, you better pay up by this day, or I'm going to, you know, sue you. I'm going to file a claim against you, or whatever." That's okay. I, I don't believe that's a threat because yeah, the money is doing the I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm not hiding from you. And I'm not telling you what I'm going to do, and that's the way And that's the way it's supposed to be done. That's the lawful way it's supposed to be done. So if you can trust the first. Then yeah, but that's the lawful way it's supposed to be done. Are we getting the... Somebody owes me money, I'm going to send them a letter saying, hey, bud, you owe me some money. Then I'm going to Correct. send him another one. Hey, I already sent you a letter telling you you owe me money you still haven't paid. Right. Might send them a third letter, mm-hmm. and then I sue them. I don't have to there send them a letter saying pay up or this is going to happen to you. That's true. I just say pay up. You're late. Yeah, you don't have to tell them. You, If you wish to tell them, you can, but you don't have to. But if you do, it's not a crime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all the point was. Yeah. If the money is owed, if the money is owed, you have a right to sue, and you can tell the other side that you're going to sue. Yeah, or well, take him to oh. court, you know. I don't know. Do it. Maybe it's not a crime, but I mean, it sounds like a threat to me. All right, that's you. Okay, listen, can we talk about another subject? We're going to be all night talking about this threat thing, and it seems like, even including myself, we all have different opinions about it. So, 
moving along, if somebody needs help, we, you know, we take. But it's a question to ask. It's a question to ask uh, Carl when he's around. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, if he come on the show, he might come back on here. If you think, who knows? Um, I got a question going back. If you don't want to be the dead horse about the W nines, go ahead. So I've been uh, I've had an LLC the last couple of years, and after learning this common law stuff the last few months, I uh, decided to switch from uh, to not deal in an LLC, but have my clients pay money to me to uh, to to me my in my name. Okay. So I'm, I got an invoice I'm sending out tomorrow, and um, the person started. So the, 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 I could have sent out last Wednesday, so I'm a little bit late in doing the, sending out the invoice, five figures, and um, and so in the past, when with an LLC, occasionally I would they would send they would send me a W nine and they'd say fill it out, and so I'd fill it out, wouldn't sign it anyway. Sometimes usually they, they never sent me a 1099. <laughs> One company did this past year. And it was simple, you know. They still paid me 100% of the the fee that I that I invoiced them for. Um, but that W9 form, man, that's you need you need to be able. Uh, I don't I don't think an IRS agent could explain how to fill that thing out. It is pretty complex. It's but, very uh, it's very easy. Well, what do you mean complex? What's so complex and, about it? There's four pages of instructions. I mean, uh, if well, you I'm if you read it, I've I've read understand. over the thing. Uh, oh. I've read over six to ten times. You're not supposed to understand it. it. It's for it's for an account to understand. It's legally shit. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know what saying, but even accountants don't understand sir, it. Sir, but so well, I, yeah, well, exactly. I think your question is basically: you was an LLC. Now you want to do the common law thing. You don't want to loan participate in that crap, right? And so now, when I when I have to fill out the W nine, how do I fill it out? Do I just okay? Let me work, speak. Let me speak. I'm going to. What kind of clients? What kind of clients do you have? They're they're corporations, big corporations. All right, so it's not going to work. Well, it will work because I've done it. I've done it. What's not going to work? Listen, listen, I've done commercial, so I'm going to speak on what I do. Now, where it work for you, you got to decide that. Uh, When I do a business with a corporation, I just simply tell them whoever I'm doing, let's say it was a McDonald's. So I go to the manager, look, I'm going to do this job. You're going to pay me. And I'll write down exactly what you paid me for doing this work, and I hand them the paper. So they have a record that they did pay me. Period. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. So they write you so a check. You $10.99. No. And if they did, I'm not going to fill around and do nothing with it. I'm just going to admit I do it up. No, front. no, no, no. When I first started the job, I do it. They say I went to McDonald's. I'm replacing all the electric wire. Okay, I say I'm gonna charge you this much to replace this wire. Say I say I'm charge you five thousand dollars to replace this wire. Okay, I say okay. Well, you know, I'd like you to fill out whatever they tell me. I say, listen, I'm doing a job, you know, and I'm gonna do it for this amount, and I will write you up a receipt once you paid me what I did and how much it was for your records. I just give you a receipt. That's all they do need. Yeah, but these corporations, the accounting departments, like a, a couple of them, I've been able to talk my way out of it and say, hey, you know, when I was on the, under the LLC, 
And I would mm-hmm. just say, listen, listen. I, it's a multi-member LLC. You don't send 1099s to multi-member LLCs. But now when I'm billing them in my name, you know, Joe, John Doe, whatever, then uh, they're going to say, well, what's your, you know, maybe they'll just say, what's your Social Security number, which I could give them, I suppose. But more than likely, they're going to say, here, here's the W-9, fill it out. And I'm assuming what I wanted to, I'm assuming what will happen is, I can fill out the form, send it in, and they'll send me a check without taking the 28%. Is that right? Right. That is right? Oh, that, yes. No problem. Yes, they don't withhold. Uh, they'll, get, uh, they'll say it's 1099 income. So they will not withhold, right? Most likely, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. But it's weird. You know, you look, I got the, I got the W-9 form out right now. I'm looking at it. And... Um, it's uh, it's just not. Uh, I had it here a second ago, uh, and they talk about withholding on it. Yeah, but that's their form. That's their form. That? Yeah, I know it's their form, but I got. I mean, for their paperwork, I know that that what they what they do is they just use this form for, to they file send it to the IRS, and uh, so the, and then and then a ten ninety nine is generated. All right, so they send me. Uh, no, no, they they keep the W nine. And then they generate a 1099, which they send to me and the IRS. That's how it works. Yeah, if they generate a 1099, they sent you all the money. Yeah, that's now right. Now you're responsible for the income tax. But it says, like, backup withholding. It says, what is backup withholding? I'm looking at the form, page two. It says, persons making certain payments to you must, under certain conditions, withhold and pay to the IRS 28% of such payments. This is called yeah, backup withholding. Well, that's, that's usually if you owe back tax. Backup, yeah. So I don't, they wouldn't, they'd have no clue if I owe backup tax or not, right? I mean, if it's, right. I usually, they usually they would, just give you a 1099 and be done with it. So that's all I do is just fill this thing out, and then they give me a 10, they give me a 1099, then, then like but Mike. Remember T. this: if you fill that form out, you're liable for it. Yeah, they're liable, but then I just do no, the thing. No, you, with, you. So. Why are you eliminating? Why Why are you eliminating the LLC? Because oh, I want to get into the common law, as you all been teaching. Yeah, because that's owned by the government. But, but you're dealing with corporations. What's yeah, your advice? When you get rid of the LLC, you're a private. You're a private person. That's isn't that, that's a Carl teaches. That's the highest. That's the highest status you can be as a man. Right. Right. But a man, business, a man can't do business in a corporation. Yeah, but when I send them my Social Security number, it's the person. Then they're going to be paying the person. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Vice Director. Records. Tell them what you have to tell Because I already told you the answer, what I do. But y'all can carry on. Well, the thing is, it wouldn't work. What you said, Akila, is that right? It does work. I'll do it. What do you I mean, mean what well, the thing and if is, they don't accept, I, I don't do business with them. I move on. Well, there you go. That's that's exactly why it don't work. Well, some they do because sell. because you can pick and choose who you can do business with. But the people that this guy is doing business with, and the oil company guy, uh, they want a, a W nine. Period. Yeah. Or else they're going to withhold the twenty eight percent. Or whatever. Or check. So it, it may work with, uh, you know, I mean, when I was in business, 
There was people that didn't care about the 1099. Other people well, did, and they wouldn't hire. They wouldn't give you a job unless you you did the 1099 because they want to protect their ass against the it. IRS. Correct. But the thing is, if you if a corporation is paying your LLC, you just have the LLC write a check to you. Now the LLC doesn't make any money. So you're saying keep the LLC is what you're saying? No, it's up to you. You can do it with with your person as well. Yeah, the person's social security number, all that, and then uh, the way you deal with with the money, the IRS, you deal with it as a man. Yeah, and that's where I've been learning from Mike, and you know, by writing the letters and and getting get, send me a bill, you know, talking to an IRS agent, you know, get get a man to talk to you, and just hold them up and hold them up that way is is the inspiration that I'm learning from you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it because the, if you're dealing with a corporation, you're not dealing with them as a man. A corporation and a man, corporation is a fiction. A man is not a fiction, so they, they can't interact. Yeah, but if I if I just give if I fill out the W nine, then they will write me a check for the full fee, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I was. Unless there's some reason, why, unless there's some reason, some court order or something that they have to withhold, and they would no, they would never know about that. No, they well, would if they, could, they would they would if they get served uh, uh, some court order. Yeah, but no, I, see, I deal with they. they my the IRS would never know who I do business with because it's I all. Post no. that question to call because obviously we not maybe giving you. You don't think the IRS? And I don't want don't, to confuse you. I, you I'm not saying Vita is wrong. I'm not saying I'm wrong. All I'm saying I don't wish you to be confused about the matter. You know, I would post that to call. Mm-hmm. Somebody or someone else. Go ahead. You don't think the IRS would know who you're working for? No, because they don't know who I'm working for. Well, if they do, I really don't care. That's I don't work. This, I'm a contractor, though, so it's not like I work for them. You know, every day you work for uh, okay. yourself. Period. You work for yourself, like I do. All I'm simply saying, sir. I told you my take on it. Vida told you his and others. I just don't want you to be confused. I'm just saying post that question to you. You said that already. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I want to make sure he hear that. In he heard to Or others. Well, let him speak for himself. He's a man. Yeah, I kill it. But the, pro- the problem is if I were to say, hey, I'm just going to send you a receipt. I'm not going to fill a W-9. They say they're, they're, they're you know, low-level account accounts payable gal who works there making, you know, 20 bucks an hour. She's going to say, well, we can't pay. We need the W-9. We, that's what our like, CPAs didn't, require. Didn't you, CPAs. Talk, didn't you already talk to about, us about this before? What's your name? I'm Joe. Yeah, it's the first time I've talked about it. Oh, there was somebody almost exactly the same same uh, yep. story. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm, common. Exactly it's, true. It's, it's pretty common. Uh, I mean, the first time I've called in on, on the show, but, actually. But yeah. All right, but you're saying you're saying that the IRS doesn't know uh, who you're working for. Well, no, I work for myself, so how could they possibly know? No, 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 no. You're saying that they would know that you're working for Corporation X or whatever. How, how regularly? How regularly do they pay you? Very regular. I'll have a maybe. Okay, uh, believe yeah. me, they know who you're working for. No, you're, you're not getting it. You're not understanding. I I'm a, I uh, bill I don't bill the same company every week or every month. I might bill one matter, company. You do bill them. You do bill them, and that 
check gets processed to a bank account, which gets processed through some clearinghouse, which mm-hmm. they have access to and can know who you got checks from the last six months or however they do it. So they can find out who you're working for. Oh, yeah, but the thing is, what would the uh, IRS potentially do then? So so on the, on the, so that, let's say that they think I owe them taxes. Are you saying that they would send, like say I build a, a company, a corporation X, uh, you know, 20 grand uh, t- today, and then two years from now, and then say the IRS says I owe them money, I, I'm, I'm doing the whole letter, the letter thing, letter writing ordeal. And then two years from now, I go to bill them for fifteen thousand. Are you saying that the some the, the company is going to hear from the IRS saying withhold this? Case? Yeah, they, yeah, they could they could go to court, get a court order, find out that you're in the, a, a contractor, and you've done work for this company, this company, this company the past you know two years, right? Uh-huh. And they could actually send uh, a notice of. Uh, uh, you know, withholding or whatever to those companies. If this uh, man does any business with you, you know, oh. you have to withhold this money. And that's oh. probably part of what that W-9 is. I'm not saying they would do it. It'd be difficult, you know. Yeah. If you were working like a, a regular job where you get a, a payroll check, it's it, oh, yeah. much easier for them to find out. But yeah, they, could, they have the resources to, to do that. Well, you're saying that's possible, in which case I would that would be problematic. It really would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a rare possibility, but don't say that they don't know where you're working. I mean, yeah. if you do a job here and there for different customers, that's yeah. a different story, you know. And that's the way, that's you, the way it normally is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're working regularly, like uh, you know, every year you do you do work for some corporation or some type of thing like that, they could find out. Hey, this guy got uh, 1099 the last three years from this company. Most likely, he's still doing work for them this year. Mm-hmm. But the easiest way is just uh, you know get the 1099 either through the LLC. If you get it through the LLC, you can just pay yourself from the LLC. Uh, and uh, if you're doing it through the person, then deal with it you know on the other end. Like so, we talked about before, but I don't know if you were on or not. Yeah, I mean, so I, like I said, I'm, I have my LLCs actually my LLC, I'm getting ready to. My, I'm thinking I'm, I want to just stop using my LLC and deal with and deal in, as a man. Again, I don't mean in, in the case of a billing. I would bill with my social security number, get the check, cash it, but I would be dealing as a man. You see what I'm saying? Well, so why don't you go to? Let me. Well, I'm sorry to butt in. Why don't you go to the company? Let's say it's McDonald's. You're doing business with, and go to back to that manager. Say, you know what? I'm. I'm this company. I'm not going to be working anymore. I'm just going to do it this way. Tell them up front what you change and what you do it. You ask them, do I need to put that in line? But I'm willing. If you want to keep for your records what you pay me, I will mm-hmm. write you know write you up uh, receipt what you paid me, how you paid me, and give that to you for your records. You can just ask them. Just see what they say. You mean that I can include my without the W nine? I could probably without pull it the off. Social Security, without the W two, without everything. Go to the company that you're doing business with. Mm-hmm. Set up a meeting with them, and mm-hmm. tell them you no longer you say in like uh, four months I'm not going to no longer going to be running this company LLC anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go sole priority me, and mm-hmm. say anytime you know how would you like to do this? This is my thoughts on it. I would like to 
still do the same business. You pay me $20,000. I will write your receipt so you can keep for your record that that's what you paid me. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Why don't you do that first? Oh, I will. Absolutely. I will do that. And yeah, just ask that question. Then, you know, and then, then you know, get back to us and see what they said. But the, th- the thing is, I mean, sh- when I, if, I, if, I'm, if I operate as a sole proprietor, should I have a DBA or should I just use my own name? I just I just use your name because you didn't use the man name you. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's what I, I use my name to cash my checks, all that stuff. Yeah. I just I'm concerned that they would say when they just see a regular name. That's unusual. That's it's that's unusual when a corporation usually when they write a check for ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. They the the normal thing is they write a check out to a, a business versus a person. And so I would think well, that... you're just assuming all that, yes, they do that, but you're assuming that they won't do it that way unless you actually ask them. Yeah, I'll ask them. No, I, yeah, I, really... I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but that just oh. came in my mind just now. Just ask them to see what they say and how they want to handle it, how they want to do it. And then that way you can better equip yourself for which route you will go. Yeah, I mean, I know from talking with, uh, I, I, you know, I have been around the block uh, with this uh, for a couple of years as an LLC, like I said, and and almost none of them ask for a W nine, mm-hmm. except in rare cases. So, I, but the thing is, and in that one case, you know, I went round and round with them, tried to not do it, and uh, but they so they finally did it, and they, they ended up ten ninety nine my my LLC. Um, but so I think that when they just see a person, a man's name, that's going to trigger someone in their accounts payable department to say, hey. We need your social security number or fill out the W nine because it's going to be obvious. Yeah, you're assuming that right now that might not be so. You might want to ask them, and mm-hmm. you can better route yourself how you want to handle it and do. And meantime, mm-hmm. if you can, you might want to talk to Carl about it. But once you have a chance to talk with them, you know, and have your paperwork in front of you when mm-hmm. you do call in, so that's always helpful. So you can refer back to it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've. I talked to Carl once, you know, I called his number once and tried to get into this. And, you know, he can be very uh, talking terrible. Just this way, he's this, just say this. He's the judge, and they're not going to let up on you or dealing with other people. They're not going to let on you. So he's giving you the medicine you're going to get. Now you just got to cipher through all that, and you'll get your answers. Mm-hmm. But if that's why we have these Skype calls and this mic call, we try mm-hmm. to help one another. But yeah. that don't mean we we're gonna actually have the right answers. We can have close to it, you know. And some of us do have our answers, you know. Not to say we don't, but mm-hmm. I would suggest to since you want to change over and you have not changed over yet, you're just saying if 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 in a way if you understand what I'm trying to go and yeah. just simply sit them down. They might be willing to work with you. They yeah, I'll say, do that. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. They don't yeah. mind. But I would suggest you keep every check they give you, keep it. Because then some of these companies, they'll say if they pay you twenty thousand, they say, "Oh no, I paid this one fifty thousand." Say again. You know or right, somebody cut in. I don't know. I'm saying keep your records clear. Meaning every check they give you, mm-hmm. keep it. Don't. Like I don't care how long you got to keep it. Keep it. Because they can come back and say for the whole year they paid you a hundred thousand dollars. They mm-hmm. might say, oh, I paid this man a million dollars. But see, that way you keep in their record, your record, and then you have a proof of what they gave you. 
Oh, you mean just keep a copy of it is what you're saying? A copy of every check that, that, that you actually cash. You can go to your bank statement. They will give you a copy, mm-hmm. you know, of those checks or however you do it and keep yeah. that for your records. Right. So if okay. anything goes down, you could prove yourself. Okay, yeah. So this is another avenue. If you go on by yourself, you got to keep good records so you'll know what's going on. And tell some of your family members, you know, in case something happened, you they'll know where to find everything. But I mm-hmm. will also, you want once you talk to them, and you say, well, I like to have this in writing. I'll write up a contract. How I would like to do business with you. You make a contract. They sign. You sign. You have your records. You you just establish your records. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, first, to them first. Mm-hmm. first, go and talk to them. Go set up a meeting. Go talk to them. Tell them what you wish to do. Mm-hmm. You say, it's, all done by, it's all done by It's all done by It's real simple. The whole lot. Just say, I'm doing away with this company. I'm going mm-hmm. to be working this way now. Mm-hmm. You say, because well, you know, sometimes in these companies, you don't have to say that. You just say, sometimes these companies are a lot of overhead, so it's just me, you know, mm-hmm. times are hard, whatever, and I just rather do business this way and yeah. just for your record I will fill out you know I'll keep a give you an invoice for your record every time we do business and once you paid off that invoice I will also send you a receipt saying it was paid it was satisfied yeah okay. your, you know say so certain words like that and see what happens yeah I, I think that that'll be a good result I think most of the time I'm pretty sure well, it might, it might not be. I don't know. I'm just, that's what I would do. And that way you have a better outlook. And then if you come up with something, well, how should I write this contract? Now you have something to ask us or call. And you have your paperwork. This is the conversation I had. This is what he said. How would you best write this contract? You know, so now you got something to ask and tell, you know, something better to ask. And help you okay, I mean, I'll ask Carl that. I mean, what, am but I first home? have your, all your information in front of you when you're asking him a question. And just remember that, you know, because that's important. You know, people have, oh, I have this summons. I don't know. It says something about a charge. That you, what? Won't you have it in front of you? Because that wastes time as well. So have yeah. all your, have a pen if you want to bring a tape recorder so you can, he's going to say it. You might say it once or twice. And, you know, if you need it repeated, then you can go back. You know, make sure you bring a tape recorder and record this. Carl, you're talking about? Yeah, well, call or any of these shows. So some of yeah. the information, you know, it might sometimes call, don't upload right away, you know, whatever reason why. Or you can have it. That's if the question yeah. you're asking. That's the reason I want to call you guys is, you know, you all tend to be, I've noticed, a little more direct, whereas Carl can get into, like, talking in riddles and like uh, he'll say LLC, you know, dealing in the three-dimensional world, a two-dimensional world is a beautiful thing. The IRS is a beautiful – he'll talk crap crap like the IRS is beautiful. I think it's a wonderful thing. He'll start talking like nonsense like that, and uh, I can't tell if he's well, serious or not. No, it's not well, nonsense. Right. You just got to figure it out because if he tell you every single thing, when is it you're going to learn on your own? It's just like your parents. They bring you up. They tell you a few things, but some stuff you figure out on your own, mm-hmm. right? You know, they can say, wash behind your ears, you know, wash your, clean your body this way. But after a while, you're going to get it. They don't have to keep going in the bathroom with you trying to make sure you wash your whole body. Yeah. So, no, well, yes, he does talk in riddles, but so be it. But you have to Joe, be able to figure this out. Joe, yeah. But Carl, uh, Carl is right about what he's saying. 
The IRS can't do anything to you. Neither can Walmart, neither can uh, a bank, uh, uh, police just department. Say Mickey Mouse. It's better just say Mickey Mouse, then he'll understand that. Mm-hmm. Only a man, only a man or woman can do something to you. A man or woman at the IRS, a man or woman at Walmart. Right. The building itself isn't going to do anything to you, or the papers that file yes. that corporation. They can't do anything unless a man moves something. Right, and that's what's encouraged me to go this route to be act as a man. No, but so, did, you did you understand what I just said? You said only a man can cause you harm is what you're saying, right? Well, only yeah, a man can do something, <laughs> anything. Harm or good. Uh, Walmart can't do good or bad. Walmart can't do anything. Walmart just a stack of papers. They're fiction. I don't know. IRS is a stack of papers and buildings. The gotcha. IRS code can't do anything to you. It's a book. It's it's papers. Only mm-hmm. someone acting, a man or a woman acting in in the IRS, as some employee or something, or or somebody with a position there can do something. Yes, sir. So when he says IRS is perfect, you know, doesn't do you any harm. He's right. Oh. Okay. If the IRS existed with no man or woman moving anything, IRS wouldn't do anything to anybody. They can't. It's all one-dimensional. Can't can't affect a three-dimensional. Yes, it's the color. I know it's the propaganda where we're all brought up hearing all these stories of people going to jail because they're acting as a person. You're still not getting it. Me? Do you so get, not, well, let's yeah. see, wait a minute, let me, can I try to explain what you're saying for Vita Records? What are he saying to you, any employee working in the IRS, like the IRS asked me, I'll just tell you my call, maybe they'll answer it. They called me and said I owe them $5,000. And I asked, simply asked them, the first they asked me my name, are you Aquila, boom, you live in this address? I said, look, lady, I told you I am her, I'm am she. How can I help you? He said, well, you owe this to the IRS, this $5,000. I said, I owe to who? She said, the IRS. I said, who? She said, you know, the IRS. I said, ma'am, listen, what man or woman is claiming I owe tax to them? Mm-hmm. And she said, the IRS, and finally she just hung up. <laughs> so what, what happened was I'm asking them, a man or a woman. The IRS, that's like saying Mickey, Mickey Mouse tell me I owe him some money. What Mickey Mouse? Yes. Who's Mickey Mouse? Where is Mickey Mouse? But it has to be a man or woman coming to you. Mm-hmm. It can't be, you know, and there's one like, like, I know you know Judge Julie uh, Shirely. You can't sue Judge Judy Shirely, but you can sue, Ju- I mean, Judy Shirely. You can sue that woman. But when yeah, she's in the capacity as a judge, you can't touch that. It's a fiction. It's nothing. So that's why you probably understand about the LLC. You, it's just corporation. It's nothing. You mm-hmm. know, it's owned by the government. They actually own your company. The Carl told a story about, uh, I think it was Steve Jobs or one of those guys, and how he his company was an LLC, and he lost, but he started a new one. He started a different way, but he was the sole prior, not LLC. But anyway, I hope we answer your question. I mean, I hope you get it, and try that first, I would, you know, and 
and Carl's talking to everybody in general, you know, mm-hmm. so he can't just, just tack it down. Sometimes he do to that individual particular problem, but he's speaking. When he do answer your question, he answers to everybody. So mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get it. There's no particular he's trying to be mean to you or give you a hard time. It's just that's the way he is. Mm-hmm. But he's a nice guy. I met him personally a couple of times, so I know. Anyways, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say nice guy, but he's a, he, he knows his stuff. And oh, yeah. No, I, I don't I, like I to like... say nice because a nice is a, a legal term and it's a bad word. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that. And I'm saying it in a way, but he's a good man. I'll say that. I think he's a good man. What Mm -hmm. I'll suggest you do, try that avenue first. Keep on listening to the calls. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we donate. And donate is just to keep it on. That's not to say, oh, you donated $40, $50. Because you know if you got a lawyer to help you on your case, you're going to pay way more than that. So if you Mm -hmm. do want call to actually help you on this particular thing, you can call him and ask him how much he will, you know, tell him your issue. And then you can, you know, ask him how much he will charge you to help your case. Or if you want him to have to write your paperwork, do whatever. Now, do he have that time? I don't know. That's something you would have to ask him. Right. So that's why we set up these things and we try to break the ice a little bit easier, help one another. You know, we, you know, by direct, we talk a little rough sometimes, but it's okay. You know, we, we, we know we doing this in love. It's nothing the harm one another, so. Hey, Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, are you uh, operating your LLC with a contractor's license? No. No, that is, uh, I'm not even sure what you mean by a, a, a license like you have a, a, well, I do, I have a, uh, when I went on the uh, Secretary of State website in Kentucky, you know, you got to, you got to uh, get a, um, Register the name, pay the fees, and all that. So I went through that whole process online. But you, just no did a D, you did a DBA. Yes. Well, no, it's not DBA. It's actually an LLC, uh, multi multi member uh, corporation. Okay, but there's no there's no contractor's license involved. It's just a sole proprietor. Correct. Well, no, it's not a sole proprietor. It's a it's a multi member. It's distinguished from a single member. Which is significant because if it's multi-member, then you, no one can come in and levy your uh, corporate uh, bank account if you have two signers on it. That's the beauty of a multi-member. Right. Single, you know. So who uh, said that? That's uh, my studies. I can't quote you anybody, but you got to have two signers on it, and they can't come in and. Yeah, that's, that's, I've read that. I've actually seen that too. There's a website called. Um, um, what lies in your debt, and they show you how to set up an LLC and uh, those types of things, and they you can protect your your homes, all your property in those in those DBAs. And if you have multiple people signing there, they can't levy your your shit. That's right. They can't levy if it's only one, two. They right. If you have multiple, they can't. They have two, three, two or more people in there. They can't go after it because it doesn't belong to that one individual. Non-fam- non-family. I mean, you have to be a two, not, not in the same family. My husband, wife is yep. a bad idea. Yeah, but the point, the only catch is that you have to really have trust in that individual you're putting your that that business on them because they can take, they can rob your stuff. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. but you can, you can also do. The only it way you can thing. do it is you have everybody put their resignation letters. <laughs> oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, you could also do that because I heard Carl say that that even if you buy so proudly, you're not with anyone. You just you want to do it. A man just doing business. You can have your account somebody in, but like you say, you better trust that one. You do have it in. Yeah, that, that's the you, they don't know who money that is. I could say if I was on your bank account, I'd say that's my money. You're not touching it. That's my problem. I don't care what he say. All that money in there is mine. They can't say it's not. Well, if, when I go to when I go to operating as a man, I have no intention on keeping more than probably you know more more than a few hundred dollars in my account at one time. I'm going to be cashing it and keeping that out of the. Out of the oh, way. Do, that's the way I do it too. I just put enough to pay a phone bill or something and keep a little bit just to keep the account open. But nope, I don't keep a lot of money. Nope. Don't do that. That's crazy. You know, why put money in the bank when they can just take it and uh in uh in fraction and reserve it? <laughs> yeah, whatever you do. They can just turn your dollar credit. into ten dollars. Yeah. So I, I think I understand. I, I've I've listened to this lots. I mean, I'm probably talking hundreds of talk shows. A lot of them I've I've listened to them over again. But someone earlier who was talking to me, I, I didn't. Know, I don't know the names. So I apologize. I just know Akila um, in Mike's voice. The other guy, he was saying, Joe. Oh, he said, oh, I don't. He said, Joe, I don't think you understand what I was saying. But I was wondering what he meant by that because I think I I got what you're saying. This is you do uh, realize I'm a, wait a minute. You do realize I'm a woman, right? Yes. Okay. Come on, Akilah. The last guy we was having with that problem, I'm trying to tell him to write a letter and then put a zippy. He said, okay, bye, guys. And I said, you do realize I'm a woman. He said, okay, bye, guys. He's like, thanks, gentlemen. Okay, you know what guys means everyone. I don't think you really hurt me. I know I have a heavy voice, but so be it. No, No, but I think guys applies to everyone. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, they, that whole guy thing is like old school. And when you say guys, that means everyone nowadays. So, Joe. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, this is Vital Vital Rights. What's your uh, name? Vital. Vital? Yeah, Vital. What happened to Mike? Vital. You were the Michael. I think you were the one who said that you're not getting it. You were speaking to me. But I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, an easy way to explain it. Let's say the IRS is uh, your car, right? The IRS is what? Your car, your automobile. Okay. And somebody said, hey, your automobile did this. Yeah, I got you. Is that correct? No. It's, you got to have someone, a man needs to be driving the car. Right. And that's basically what Carl is talking about. The IRS is perfect. The car is perfect. The car doesn't do anything wrong. I see. You know? Well, uh, yeah, like I've, I've heard him say, like, a judge is perfect. You know, a judge I, is perfect. I've heard Gus. Gus is way the, Yeah. Because the way a judge is set up, it's just an office, right? And it, it, there's nothing wrong the way it's set up. It's set up properly. IRS is set up a certain way. Walmart set up a certain way. Uh, things go wrong when people do something with it. Okay. A man acting as a judge can do something wrong. Mm-hmm. But the judge itself, a judge can do anything without a man. Okay. 
without a man acting, without a man doing it. The car can't do anything without a man or a woman. Okay. Unless maybe, you know, have like an oil leak or, or something like that. Okay. That could happen, uh, you know, by, by Mother Nature on its own. Right. But if there's a flood or, you know, ice or something and the car slides down the hill or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the man is still responsible because the man, you know, is responsible for the car where he bought it, you know, and all that, even though it's an act of God. Mm-hmm. So but that's basically what Carl is talking about. You know, the IRS can't do anything. The IRS can't write a letter, can't make a phone call, can't do any of that. People mm-hmm. working at the IRS, man or woman, are the ones that are doing action. If the paper, if there was a paper there that said Joe owes uh, $300 million, right? Mm-hmm. And that paper was printed out and stayed there, mm-hmm. what happens? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It takes somebody saying, hey, mail this letter out to Joe. Hey, mm-hmm. call Joe up. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, where's the money? Mm-hmm. Now, some somebody's acting, a man or a woman. But the IRS That's itself didn't order any of those people to do anything. Somebody there, you know, put things in motion to make it happen. Not the IRS, but man or woman. That's basically okay. what he's talking about. Yeah, and I love that story of Akilah where she says, uh, well, who, who do I owe money to? And then the lady hung up on her. <laughs> right. I heard right. that. Because now, because now she's calling the man or woman out. And some a man or woman has to appear from behind the mask. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, what's that? Uh, uh, the There's an old thing that, who's the man behind the curtain? The Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. Right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. basically the same thing, you know? Uh, once they're exposed, they they kind of don't want to take liability. Mm-hmm. They don't have CYA then, do they? Okay. So on your on your thing, you know, you can do it. You know, just think about whichever way is best for you. But the taxable the taxable event uh, only happens when the man deals with it, you know, uh, whether it's taxable or not. You decide. Yeah. And so I'm on, that's, it's, a, it's an important question because obviously, you know, you hear, growing up in America, I'm 47, and shoot, the years, uh, uh, you see a lot of people going to going to jail. I got a bunch of kids. I got a wife. I got, you know, a home. And, uh, you know, so there's always, they're, they're, I've been propagandized to fear, uh, you know, to have fear built in, and then uh, after listening to you all for two or three months, you know, Carl shows the uh, my aud- private audio, and I've been listening to that for uh, you know, hun- probably hundreds of hours now. Uh, I'm coming out of the matrix, having but, taken but the that risk. fear. That fear is real, and people get hurt all the time. So make sure you know and learn and know the consequences before you you know do any of these things. It's real and palpable. It's your responsibility. That's what I'm saying. So that's when I ask Carl, when I when I try to understand from Carl, and he's talking these riddles. I said, "Man, I don't, I don't need riddles. This is a this is a big deal here." And obviously, I'm not going to hold you liable. I just want to know the truth. I want to know the truth, and 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 and, and not, not, not going to get it. You're not going to get it from him that way. You're not going to get it like you, that, Carl. Unless you work on the one to one and pay him for his time, then he'll tell you exactly. Sit you oh. down and to spend that time to make sure you understand. Okay. 
So if that's the route you want to go, that's a question you want to most likely put to him. But, yeah, just go try those couple of things I suggest okay. if you wish and see see how that works out for you. I appreciate you all listening. And make sure you have your paperwork in front of you when you call. And don't forget to donate to Paul, not me. Okay. Which call does And Mike, and Mike, don't forget Mike. Yeah. Mike. You know, Mike, Mike, you know, we got to remember Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike's Mike who? Mike who? <laughs> Mike that clown. <laughs> yeah, you could donate to Mike. He helped in Gus. Mm. Whoever you wish, you know, I'm just saying, especially Paul, because he's the one started with him. You don't want you want to be in the He's probably the one doing the dishes in the background right now. I know. At this time of night. But okay. To each his own. Akila, how long have you been listening to Carl's stuff? Over a year. A year? Okay. But it didn't take... I'll just share my story. I do. I guess I shared it many times. Um... You know, because I believe in God wholeheartedly, and that helps a whole lot. You know, and I know the Bible very well, scripture-wise, mm-hmm. and if I had experience. And so, with that being said, um, I was I started with the Moors, that group, and because at first, you know, I didn't know there was something wrong. Moors, M O O R S. Okay. Moors. That's a group of people that they do On this. Talk show. Excuse me. On talk show. No. Doesn't okay. matter when. Anyway, I started there and started with the League of East crap. You know, oh. you know it, it would help me out. I'm not going to say it didn't help me none. It helped me somewhat, but it never finished the job. Mm-hmm. And I was seeking truth. Mm-hmm. And so happened, a friend of mine, you know, I had listened to so many people, and she told me about call. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the the day exactly. It's like I was in my room, and I'm like, oh, she wanted me to listen to call. But something kept pressing me. Listen to call. I said, nah, I'll do it later. You know how in your mind you're fighting it. I said, okay, yeah. look, I'm going to just listen to him. So I went to the, put it on, start listening. But she had told me, she said, Hold on, when you hear call, he do talk about God. And he's mm-hmm. a really good guy. He said, you're going to be laughing. You're going to be jumping up. You're going to be screaming. You'll be so happy. Mm-hmm. And when I said, okay, whatever. So anyway, I listened to Carl. I mean, halfway through the show, because I, I listened to him when he was in England with Bally, and he was on that TV show, whatever, Uncommon Law, and I saw it, and I'm like, wow, because it's like this. It's like when, I guess, you met your wife. You could just look at her. She could look at you. You know mm-hmm. instantly you love her, and you know she's loving you back. Without her, you don't have to even speak. It's a, it's a feel. You know it. And so when I heard call, that's the feeling I got. Because I, truth rings clear. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew it was true. Nobody had to tell me. I had to guess or me, think about it. It's true. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. called my friend. I'm jumping up. I'm so happy. Yeah, it was the first time, and I, and I got it. You know, I didn't get the whole picture, but I got most of it. And mm-hmm. when I even met call, I brought two other ladies with me. And he started talking. He just started telling me some story. He started telling me a story about the boss, and he said behind his sister and what she said. And I got it. I'm jumping up. I'm screaming. And the, and the other ladies wasn't getting They was getting mad at me and because I was getting I was just laughing and jumping up. And, he, and he, I even came on his show that night. He just said how quickly I got it. But I still have some missing pieces, and I start learning. Mm-hmm. But 
it, the truth rings clear. You know, at first, you just, the more you listen and apply, you will get it. But the mm-hmm. most important, like where did Carl say he get it from? He said it on the show tonight. He got it from God. So you must have God in your life to mm-hmm. even proceed to do this because mm-hmm. you have to be in honor. Yes. At well, all I... times. And that only way it can help you stay in honor is God, and you have to ask him. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's good news. That's good news for me then, because um, that's that's my number one purpose and and uh, motivating uh, desire in my life is to is to follow God. And so right. I've already I've committed my life to Him um, 25 years ago. And so uh, and that, and I agree. I've told you know I've told Carl. I, I talked to him a couple times on the phone. Uh, just called him out of the blue, and we talked for a while. I told him I think that he's been raised up by God. You know, I know he's got he's got some foul language and he's got some thinks he's way off base. To be honest with you, but that doesn't take away uh, of, from his role. I think in bring, being a prophet, you know, so to so to speak, uh, in in revealing these key truths about uh, the power of nullification. I call it nullification. Is what I call it. You know, it's the it's the power of notification at the at the individual level of man and that's and I, and that's why i'm i'm excited about it and i feel moved also by god by the spirit because this is one thing you know, i always always you know i've always been a proponent of liberty and and like thomas jefferson says you know uh, to uh, swear a, an everlasting um uh, opposition, how he put it, to to uh, to the, tyr- the the tyranny on the mind of man, and so you know I I, I believe in that 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 bat- battle of slavery versus freedom, and you know Satan versus Christ. Now very much in, into that, and, uh, and on the political level, and I see this these teachings as a as a way for me to make a difference and to understand true liberty, and and understand the power of being a sovereign. Uh, so to speak, you know, I hate to use that word. It's got such negative connotation these days. But uh, to have the power to act uh, like the great uh, men and women throughout history who understood liberty, and I think Carl understands liberty uh, of what it's it's within it swells up within my heart and within my being as well. And he, but he's his gift to mankind to me is that he's been able to articulate it in a very simple way. That people can understand it, and not like you. So I've I've heard, you know, I, I, from the very first times I listened to, it, I, I, something rang true. You know, it was a spiritual thing, and I and I really believe he's on to something. And, and and I've heard of the success stories, the guy and a woman, you know, the the guy, the, the porn, the porn guy who got his child back, uh, you know, all these stories. And so I see the evidence of uh, of his teachings working on what it is to be a man and to move your own court. And uh, all these, a lot of these concepts are totally new to me, but they are true. And, uh, you know, despite my concerns of, you know, if you got the guns, or they really, that's, that's my number one concern, you know, uh, is are you, can you move, can you move your own court? Can you, can you do battle with the enemy? I mean, the adversary, Satan is real. And, uh, and he, and, but I like what Carl says that there, these judges, they, uh, you know, I think he's, I think he's a little bit naive actually. At one point, where he like categorically, I, I called him on once. I said, Carl, Carl, the biggest thing problem I have with what you say is you, you, you seem to really believe, and he didn't, he never backed down. He's, and this is the only problem fault I have with is what he says, 
And, uh, but he says, isn't it possible that you could have a judge who's dishonorable? And he says, no, all judges are honorable. I mean, I've heard him say that. I held his feet to the fire on that point. Now, I think he's wrong on that. I well, think he well, is. Well, or maybe... well, let me stop you. Let me stop you on that point. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry to butt in, but they, yeah. they, they are to their crooked world. They are honorable to that, and they hold okay. the fact. That's what he means, I believe. No, it's not no. He's, he's honorable in the 2D world. No. Look, that's what I'm saying. In, in the 2D no. world, the judge is Okay, perfect. wait, 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 wait. Wait, that's not all. No. I'm not saying he's talking about that character, like Cinderella. She's or Mickey Mouse. They're honorable in their role they are playing. Just like you. No. Know, he's doing no. This. If the judge can do no the wrong. man who becomes all corrupt. Right, see. Not no, the judge. All right, let me let him finish his point. That's, that's it. Go, what are you going to say? Go ahead. Go hold ahead. on, hold on, hold on. Don't finish nothing. You guys didn't hear what I said already twice earlier. The judge is like your car, okay? Your car can do no wrong. The judge is perfect, can't do no wrong, because a judge is a fiction, is like a car, Okay. The man acting as the judge is the one that can be crooked as hell. I see. Yeah, he's the, man the one who is can making... hit people with it. Huh? He's the one who can hit people with the car. Right, right. He's the one making decisions and and doing all this stuff. Not the judge. It's the man. Yeah, okay, well, let, him, let him finish his point. Let's see what he's saying. But, uh, Maybe but we hold on. I hope, I hope you got it now, Joe. Okay, let Joe go. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I mean, that's the the thing, you know, because the I've heard people raise the point, and it's 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 quite obvious, isn't it? Where I mean, you take this common law, these teachings, these true these true principles that we've all embraced, I think, and I'm I'm still a neophyte, so to speak, in learning this stuff. But what what if you come to the point where uh, um, no no matter how eloquent you are. Like say you're Carl Lentz and you're in a in a courtroom situation, and they got the guns and and they're being dishonorable and he he seems to think that um, no they're they're honorable they're all they will always be honorable he he's made comments like that and uh, I know Vital seems to be saying that he's making distinction of of it of is it the man or is it the judge is what you're trying to say. Right. Yes. So maybe yes, that's the distinction. Yes. The, the title judge. The yes. man is the one that's making the decisions. The man is taking action. The man is talking. Yes, he can be crooked as hell, but the judge is perfect. They are two different things. Okay. The judge can't do anything without a man being there acting. The car cannot do anything without a man acting. Okay. A man uh, driving the car got into accident, not the car. You mm-hmm. can't blame the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carl yeah. never said the honorable man acting as a judge is honorable. He only got said it. the judge is honorable. In right, every, yeah. Okay. 100%. The car mm-hmm. can do no wrong except the crooked man driving the judge car can hit people. And kill just like, right, just like when he says police them. officers, they're perfect. Uh, exactly. Judges are perfect. Uh, you know, I, IRS perfect. is perfect. Right. Yes. He's talking about the fiction. 
Because okay. if he has an honorable man uh, acting as judge, then he's going to do the right thing. If you have an honorable man uh, uh, acting as a police officer, he's going to do the right thing. But when they act dishonorable, they're not judges. They're crooks. You know, mm-hmm. they're not it's just like that thing that he was talking about the other day about um, the wife cheated on the husband, and then the wife went and filed for divorce, and uh, the cow said. <clears throat> Uh, ju- uh, 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 ask the the court. Is it uh, is it true that only uh, a wife or a husband can file for divorce? Uh, yes. Well, the uh, the wife didn't file for divorce, and basically he said, you know, a, a woman that was an adulteress filed for divorce. She's no longer a wife because she she broke the contract, she breached the contract. Right. So she's outside of her, uh, she's no longer a wife. Now she's, you know, a different entity. The same mm-hmm. thing with the police officer, the same thing with the judge, the man doing that job. If they're not doing it properly, they're a crook. They're not a judge. And so couldn't, that, we tell, that couldn't, couldn't a dishonorable man acting as a judge cause you problems even though you did everything, say, procedurally right as a man? Right, exactly what I'm saying. But the point is, the judge doesn't do it. It's a man doing it. Okay. The okay. car doesn't do it. It's the man driving the car. Okay. It's the personality, the guy, his mind. Okay. I got you. So let, me throw, let, me throw, let me throw this in. Yeah. Let me throw this in. Like Santa Claus. Santa Claus is great. Everybody say, oh, he's good. He can talk to your kids and all that. But but he's that's just a man in the suit. So that the Santa Claus is good, but that man could be a dishonorable man that's wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. You see, so I he's like inside that role of Santa Claus, but he's not good. So he's not going to do things right. That's so if you, you do things you honorable, you're going to do right. See, Carl's not go. telling you riddles. He's telling you the truth, but you're not understanding. Yeah, no, you're, right. still, you're still not getting it. Like if the Bible is in parables, but you got to Santa Claus is, is perfect, is good. Now, if you have a drunk man dressed in a Santa Claus suit, right, it's not mm-hmm. Santa Claus that's a drunk. It's the man that's a drunk. I see. Mm-hmm. Do that make sense? Because he's no longer being Santa Claus. He's not doing Santa Claus properly, mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. not Santa Claus because Santa mm-hmm. Claus is perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's a man. Okay. Yeah, that really helps me tell. I mean, the, making that distinction, I, I can understand that when he's using, because that's, you know, he's using one word, but he's attaching one meaning to it, and I was attaching another meaning to it. Right. right. So once you start getting it, that's when we ask you, do you really get it? That's what we, he was all right, directly was asking you. He was making different ways with the car, with the disc. Mm-hmm. And obviously you didn't, but I think now you're starting to get it. So hopefully right. It's like, it's like the IRS uh, uh, stole my house. No, it wasn't the IRS. It was some man that came and did it. Yeah. That's a great truth. And I always hear Carl say, oh, is there someone named Mr. or Mrs. IRS? I'd like to meet him. I'd like to shake his hand. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. There you go. That's what he's speaking because of. Because they cannot interact with man. Well, see, we've been trained. 
We've been trained all these businesses, McDonald's, Walmart, all them. It's a mean you go to the store. I'm going to sue McDonald's because they got a lot of money. Uh-uh, you sue the man that owned it, period. Mm-hmm. You sound Trained is too light of a word. It's more like brainwashed. Bank. You can sue the man that owns it. no different when he talks about the Nazis. Actually, Walmart... Actually, Walmart's a corporation. It's not owned by a man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was talking over you there, but sorry. That's okay. Yeah, but the man owned the corporation still, and he's the one who bothered you or did you wrong, not that corporation. Mm-hmm. So I hope you get it a little better. If you don't, you know, just keep listening and you ask questions, so yeah. hopefully you do get it. So yeah, it's well, no different. You owning your LLC and holding everything in your LLC. You're you're hiding behind the LLC. The judge, the man is hiding behind the robe. And he can do no wrong. Neither could your LLC. Hmm. Same deal. So that's a question I, I have. That's a big question I have. Is it better to do, uh, I mean, I think Carl, he has said it's always better to act in your highest uh, stature, you know, as That's a man. Eight, first. man. Yeah. Right. That's true. Oh, he said he said he would love to have LLCs and this and that, but he doesn't have any need for them now. Yeah, that's but, the part that I'm not clear on. You know, I, I definitely don't get this. Right. <laughs> so for sure, when he says LLCs can be good and they're wonderful, they employ, you know, employ people, blah, blah. Um, my business is such that I really don't want to have employees. Um, I want to keep it simple, and I can make good money doing what I'm doing. Just self-contract that. Then just then, well, yeah, if you're just be, one guy, yeah, self-contract. Pay just somebody guy, cash I mean, to work with you. You could pay a helper sometime. I do, but I don't have any well, employees. Could you ever be sued for some someone getting hurt or something like that? No. No, because they're working the same way you work on the job. What kind of work do you do, uh, Joe, if you don't mind? I place people. I, I'm a recruiting uh, business, so I, I, you know, I'll, I'll place uh, an engineer at another company. I, I can't be sued because the other co- the company hires the person. They just pay me a fee. They pay me a fee for finding the person. Yeah, but hold on. If you never did a background check and you find out that this guy was a thief and he robs this company blind, they can well, come the com- after the you. Company, they can come the company after the company. No, the other company has the final decision on it. Yeah, the company does the final decision, and and the uh, only, they do background checks. The only way you could be liable is if you lied to the company. Then they could sue you for giving yeah, them. Yeah, you're just a head on Yeah, I just passed through, and I make that clear that I assume no liability for the, these people because they're doing the background check, not me. Oh, yeah. So so, and in a situation like that, do you, do you own a house and stuff like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, if you don't if you don't feel you need the protection, you could just go, you know, person name, social security number. Okay. No, but I want to put my house and personal assets into a, a an LLC. I plan on doing that. No, just don't to, do that. No, 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 no. Don't no. do that. No, wrong again. No. You want you because, want your house to be the property of the LLC, or or do you want to uh, have sole uh, sole enjoyment? Well, my my concern is what happens if after five years the the IRS comes and says, "Hey, you owe us uh, four hundred thousand dollars or whatever." Pick a number. Who is the IRS? 
Don't you want to be IRS? starting that one again. We just well, you don't get it. No, no, I get it. Get it. I, I get it. But you all, you no, all get this as you're well. scared. Okay. Oh, uh, what's that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let him ask his question. Let's give him that chance. Go ahead. Yeah, well, question. I mean, here's the deal. A lot of times, the, you know, as you know, the IRS, they will just uh, t- seize your assets and ask questions later. Okay. Because you're playing with their But you, you have to, okay. If the IRS, then you stand that. Okay, let me just say this. Let's mm-hmm. say I work for the IRS, Aquila. Mm-hmm. And I'm calling you on the phone. I'm, I'm saying, look, I'm going to take your property if you don't pay me the $50,000. Mm-hmm. I want you to hand to me right now what would you say. I'm I, would call, say I'm who, IRS. I want my $50,000. I, I would say, what is your name? Um, my name is Aquila. Your name? Okay, great. Send, send me a bill. Then. Please, please, I, I, okay, I'll happy. send you a bill. I'm going to send you a bill. I'm going to send you a letter saying, I, you, you owe Aquila, you know, I'm going to say you owe IRS this $50,000, and I, then I'm going to sign my name at the bottom. So, and I'm and the one who's saying you owe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, now what? And, so well, know. I would, well, my, my, my question would be, um, can you? Uh, I would, I would ask if you can verify by under oath and affirmation that I owe that amount, specific amount of money, because otherwise Carl is taught that it's fraud, right? Yeah, I'll go to the court and say, yeah, I, I swear, yeah, you owe the money. Now what? Well, it has no first-hand knowledge. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. No, stop. Let him handle it. He has to learn. Okay, now, yep, I say I, I took the oath affirmation. Yeah, now what? So you uh, want to put your hand hand on the on the I'll put Bible. my hand on the Bible. Say, yep, he owes this money. Now what? So that's my belief. Okay. You owe me the money. So now what? That's your belief, but I believe that I don't owe that money, and so you have to uh, whatever. No, no. Service. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Tell me what you're going to do. Well, I would file a claim if we went that. If you're going to go that route, I'd file a claim of uh, trespassing on my trying to administrate my property. Okay, once you file a claim, then we ain't, we both in court. You in, you know, I file I file a case on you. You file a claim. Now you in my court. Now what you going to say? I mean, you're in my court. Oh no, I'm right? saying at the first beginning you're in administrative court and you file your claim. What you going to do? I'm in there talking. Send this well, man owe me money. I sent him letters. Here is the letter I sent him. Here's exhibit A I sent him. He has not paid this. And well, I'm, first of all, I would make never... an oath and say yes, he owe me. So now what? Well, well Carl, my understanding is, first of all, never speak in court, and I would say that um, I, I filed a notice uh, in, in court. That, well, first, I filed a notice, and, and, and actually, at this stage, I would say I have a claim that uh, Aquila is is uh, trespassing on my on, on me by attempting to administrate my property. No, she's I don't want to hear that. I'm gonna say I don't want to hear that in this court. You can't bring that paper in this court. I don't want that. So now what you going to say? Who's who's you? Are you talking about the judge or? Yeah, the judge said you can't bring that in here. Now what you going to say? This is my court. It's the court of record. So I'm the one. You're the the magistrate in the uh, tribunal or, are you or, or separate. Or, okay. And so you can't speak in here. I'm gonna hold you in contempt. Now what? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm gonna hold the judge in contempt. You can't. I can. Nope, you cannot. In a court of record, my understanding was that you, you, <laughs> you still can't hold a judge. You can hold that man. 
See, I want oh, you to judge. get it. Yeah, I want you to get it clear now. Yes. You yeah, told yeah, them I, that. Now, well, all that I just said, first mm-hmm. of all, you, you you have to hold your court. And what that means, you have to stand on your word. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and and that means you once you put your paperwork in, just repeat your paper. Once you're in your court, you repeat it like you can talk, but read only what's on that paperwork. Okay. No matter what I say, what I do, I jump up. I'm gonna put this man. See, people like this go to jail for 50 years. That's why he's going. If he don't, if he don't, if he if you don't answer in my court, I can threaten you. Say all kinds of stuff. You okay. Hope and stand still. No matter what, because they can't do nothing to you. They're just threatening. That's why they threaten you. Okay. Just know it's like when people in the one in the boxers, they want to fight. One of them try to look tough and look at them mean. He's trying to put it all fear in that other guy. That's hmm. all yeah. it is. But you well, have to you speak the truth. Mm-hmm. Just like Daniel in the lion den, he holds court. No mm-hmm. matter what they said, what they did, he holds. They still threw him in, but he still came out okay. Because you always will, no matter what. That's, that's very inspiring. Yes. That's the point. That's why I said I do Bible, and that's why this works. You mm-hmm. got it. But when you, but that's like right. if what, I'm not when you say I'm not there, you know I don't know if I can stand. No, you can't stand alone. No, you can't do it. No, you can't hold your court. But you ask God to help you. Same He asks. It's like yeah, this way, Joe get. is just to just to give them money, and uh, they have to accept it. Well, what you could, yeah, that's one way you could have said. Well, look. It's going to take only debt. I'm years. willing to pay my debt with a bill. That's fine. And they're not going to they're not going to move forward on you. Send them a screwdriver. Send them a screwdriver. They won't accept it. Send them some really? nuts and bolts. They won't accept it. They have so send, them, they have, send them objects. What? They can't tell you what, what you're going to pay them in. Sure. Say again. You can mm-hmm. offer to pay it, but then you say, I they, only can pay you $5 a week. And they're going to say no. And when they say no, they cause controversy. It's done. Oh. Yeah. So there's many ways you can, ha- you can handle it that way or you handle it this way. There's so many ways. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, when they're telling you hold your court, just think about Daniel and the Lion Daniel. Think about these, pe- these people that was in here. Those are perfect examples, you know. And mm-hmm. another example I'd like to use that helped me it's like when Peter walked on water. He could not have done that himself. He asked God. So when you go in the court, I usually pray first. Even before mm-hmm. I get the conversation, I'm praying anyway. I pray for everybody in the whole mm-hmm. world. I just pray for everybody. And I pray that God lead and guide me, what I say, what I do, what I think, mm-hmm. and that I'll come out all right. So See, when, when they set you a number on a paper mm-hmm. and, you, and you say, and you say, you want me to pay $945? You just brought it to life. So oh. just send them a screwdriver and say, I hope I hope uh, this satisfies uh, uh, what you're seeking. Hmm. And, of course, <laughs> they're not going to send it back. They've accepted the payment. Oh. <laughs> just as simple as that. Yeah, there's Great. many ways you can handle this, Joe, you know. But I would just suggest you listen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Try to get it, what we're telling you about judges, Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse, RS, doesn't matter the name. You know, just please get that. Because if you don't get that, then you can't move forward. Mm-hmm. It's just a board you, game. You, you know you have to understand that. That's a vital importance, mm-hmm. understanding that. 
That's mm-hmm. Ryan Wright. He was the. That's why he was the right. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, just taking into consideration what we're saying to you, hopefully, is helping you. And yeah. At the end of the day, you know, try that route. Cause see, cause I thought you was out of your LLC, but you're not. You're still in that, so you're still part of that. You gotta get out of it first before you yeah, jump to the thing. But before you jump get it. out of it, understand, understand what you're doing, and understand how you're going to do it. So I'll okay. try those avenues, like I said. You know, don't jump in this. Do this. Do this. You know, it's get confusing and get you mixed up. So mm-hmm. ask that question, you know, say, I still would love to do business with you, but I'm no longer going to, you know, have this company. I'm shutting it down. This is the way I'm willing to do business. Just do business through the LLC only, but do not hold any assets in it. Well, ask both ways. Just ask ask that way if that's something Mm -hmm. you want to do by yourself, and just ask that way so you'll have a clear answer on what they will do or what not do. In the business world, make a better that decision. LLC for the big companies. But Say again? don't hold in it. Go ahead. Speak. Don't, don't hold any assets in your LLC. Okay. It's better for you to own, the uh, as a man, own the building and rent it to your LLC. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What? What? Better for you to own the building and rent it to the LLC. What well, is yeah, LLC? What, what, what is that based on? Where, who, who, who talks about that? Who, where did you learn that? It's better to ever... Go ahead, go ahead. Let him answer. Go ahead. The LLC doesn't own anything. It pays out for everything that it uses. Well, it's owned by the government. When that's, it's LLC, the government owns it. But how, but how do you know, what's, know. Best, how do you know what's best for Joe? What? Joe how do you know what's best for that. Joe in this situation? Too many people He's talking. Not. What? How do you know what's best for Joe in his situation? Well, he's he's dealing with corporate world, so he needs an LLC for them to uh, to uh, to see uh, responsibility and... Uh, 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 interaction. I think uh, I, I, I think the system is up to Joe. What what he thinks is best. Just, you okay, know. No, but the type of company that he's in, he, he basically uh, doesn't have very many options. Because if he's just Joe Schmo, no one's going to want to do business with them because. They you know that? Not, wait, 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 wait. That's not, not that. necessarily be true. Let Joe, Joe, pose the question to call. We just shooting what we believe it might be or do. I would suggest you go ask your Lord, those guys that you're working with, and then you know you have some answers in front of you. At least you'll know the other side. You know, so lease and every lease and rent everything to the LLC. And then right you after see? that, ask call the question how you should run. But you got to tell what your business really are. We just guessing. You told us a little bit of it, but we don't know deep and down what your business is really about or how mm-hmm. it's operated. And well, you know, I don't know. Uh, what's know, the cost, the- Joe? What's the cost for an LLC per year down in Kentucky? What's What's the cost? Yeah, what's the cost per year? Oh, it's just like forty dollars. Really? It's I got to invest one up over there. 
How much? How many of years have you run it? Two years. So you've already filed and done all that paperwork with them? No, the thing yeah, what happened, No, I mean I'm a. What happened is um, I, I don't I, I don't like all the paperwork, so I started with one LLC, and then to be honest with you, this is what happened. I started with one LLC, and yeah, and you keep piggybacking them. And then actually, I, the, the, the Department of Revenue in Kentucky was sending you. You got to fill all this paperwork. It's like all this paperwork. I, I said the heck. I had my checking account. Checks were coming in, cash them, and paying myself. And then uh, I just let the thing, the first one expire, and then the second one I just created again, paid the forty dollars. And yeah. um, so, you can keep doing it, what? You can keep doing that. I could just keep doing that. <laughs> to be honest, it looks like it could go on indefinitely. But then Carl always says your highest your uh, statue. What how does he say it? It's the your greatest power is a, is as a man, not as a legal fiction. That's right. True. But that's so that is true. Your your greatest jurisdiction is uh, 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 being a man. But these other entities are being, and they can be useful. It just yeah. depends what the situation is and how you want to do it. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. So and, a, and, and only it can be a benefit to you and not a hindrance. Yeah. So at the end of the day, but Joe... But the only problem I is your LLC changes names every year, right? Yeah. See, the problem with getting involved with the LLC is all this documentation and paperwork and filing and all that. If yeah. I want to do that, and that's it's just a big pain in the butt. Because you're signing your rights and all that crap over to them. That's yeah, the and that's why I want to get out of it. As I said, but it is the easiest way to do commerce. We're going to be on here all night about this. As yeah. I said, study mm-hmm. more, okay. ask questions more. I would try that route. When you have some real questions in front of you, after you to ask the man, how you want to do business, and they say, no, I don't want to do it that way, or whatever they say to you, we don't know at this junction. Then you just wait to know. think about how you're going to interact with your life after that. Because right you now, we it maybe, no, we don't know. And that's I'm going to find out real quick this week, you know, when I send right, this well, invoice off. Get back on the call. Well, who got a call? Mike had this one. Uh, Gus had one on Wednesday. You, you know, his, I, yeah, Gus had one on Wednesday. Carl, and then, uh, yeah, I called his, and Carl's on Saturday, right? Carl's on Saturday, but sometimes he'll jump on some of these calls as well, like he did tonight. Hey. So, the easiest way to do commerce. The easiest way to do commerce is uh, not through an LLC, like uh, like the other man was saying. Easiest way to do the commerce is through your person and your social security number. Okay. Uh, uh, another way that may be easier is getting an EIN number. I got one. Yeah. An LLC, LLC is good too, but it's more complicated, as you found out. Mm-hmm. With, with uh, being a person with social security number, they send you checks, then they send you a 1099, and then you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be reporting to the Secretary of State or any of that stuff with the state. Who's or you the just drop it every state? year like he's been doing. Who's the Secretary of State? In Kentucky? 
No, I'm just speaking in general. I'm talking to by the records in there. Oh. They know the answer. Who's the Secretary of State? Correct. It's in office somewhere in Kentucky, and some somebody gets appointed to it, some man or woman. <laughs> no, it's, it's I a just woman. want to, it's a dead entity. It's nothing. That's why I'm looking for that answer. It's like the judge. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So it means nothing. Secretary of State is nothing, but the woman behind that mask is something mm-hmm. man. So that's what I. That's why I asked the question. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, did, or that's you know, or did we help you enough? You think, or you got some? Yeah, lead? no, I mean, just it's okay. great to have a conversation because I feel like an island here, only person on the island. But when I when I get get in a group with you all, I feel like I can finally talk with someone. So this has been a great blessing, and I thank you all of you for for uh, interacting with me. All right. Well, thank God the most, and. You know, I, we all gave you our input, and not to say we are wrong, not to say we 100% right either, but, you know, I think it's a good path or a good way to start. And mm-hmm. as I said, to get, you know, a more definite answer, I know call, know the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. And pray hey, by the way, we'll by the way, on, uh, I know Carl had a 15, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, it was like a 15-hour call on Saturday night. Do you know... If he's I was getting on the involved. call. I was on the call the whole entire time. Oh my him. God! Did he and talk? With Gus. Did he talk with a uh, uh, Kent Hovine, that that evangelist down in Florida, you know, in jail for the structuring? Not sure. Not sure. Who you talking? Uh, I know he was wanted to help some he, guy. The guy no, as far as, as far as I know, he didn't talk to him. Oh, he didn't, because that guy's his jury's getting ready to make give a verdict, and he may go to jail for another, you know, fifty years. He's sixty-two now. He served eight years for. He's an innocent man, but they're they're prosecuting the per, the person. And yeah, Carl, I think Carl might try to help him. I think we can. Uh, somebody mentioned something to me about that, and Carl might yeah. try to help him. So nothing came up then so far. Yeah, there's another Carl. guy. There's another guy that uh, has been talking to Carl about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was Eric, Eric, I think, and, and Gary or something. I yeah, don't know, he came on the call, and he said he did interact with Carl about it, I believe. You remember that, Vida, because we was together when they said that. So. Yeah, well, okay. So we just pray for him, you know. I mean, can't, I don't know. Can't what to uh, a soldier of God, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so you say the trial already went through, or this is just a grand jury indictment? Well, today, today's uh, today's Monday, right? They, uh, I saw a little bit of update, and they were doing the. They've been through a whole week. The last week was the tr- the witnesses, all the lies, and all the. I mean, there's the devils on the stand, the IRS agents, and um, and so and the jury is instructed by this evil judge to, and, and you know, set you know, basically stacking the deck against Kent, and so. All he's doing is basically has prayers and people trying to you know, pray for him is all he has, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he but he's been in jail for eight years so far, and uh, the whole idea was if Carl could, uh, I think the, the 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 hope was that Carl could somehow reach him in prison and and or someone who knows this stuff to, to help him get out of jail. Yeah, I think that was like I said when we was on the call, I think I forgot who said something about that and I think Carl might try to go and help him. 
So this, this uh, uh, can't do uh, elocution or anything like that, elocution? What's that? Did, so kids didn't do any defense, nothing, didn't say anything? No, he's been on the stand a lot, and it's just silly. They're they're trying to, they're indicting him for mail fraud, for mailing a piece of letter. Is he answering uh, their questions? Yeah, he's, he's, he's totally in the two-dimensional world. I mean, he's totally screwing it up. He doesn't understand this stuff. Oh, all right. Wow. So he's in trouble, but, I mean, even 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 given the situation he has, you know, um, it seemed like there would still be a chance to um, have a man uh, uh, put a notice saying, I need a man to come before this court with a verifiable claim saying I've harmed him. And if not, then let's just 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 discharge this case. But uh, he doesn't he doesn't even have that knowledge. And uh, so, if he goes to jail for thirty or forty years, well, ten thousand ten thousand of us can go demand our property back. Could we not all make a claim? Ten thousand of us. Yeah, nope. get our nope. fellow men to get nope. our fellow men. Property is exclusive to one, not 10,000. Everybody, no, everybody believes that uh, his knowledge is our property, that he's willing to give it. But he's our fellow man. That's, an interesting, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, yep. but I, you know, you know, so... Is a, is a preacher is a preacher the property of the community? I don't know. Yes, he is. He's a servant. Yeah. And uh, it just real. I just realized that uh, uh, the greatest is a servant, and that's why man is greater than all in 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 all the statutory two dimensional. A real man is a servant. What? A real man is a servant. Where do you find that? Well, servant to who? Listen to Carla. Please send me the verifiable bill so I may compensate for the wrong that I have done. Only a servant would say that. Where do you get that from? Everything that Carl's been talking. I've never heard Carl say that ever. Well, the Bible says it. The Bible says he that is least (laughs) is the greatest. That's right. That's right. So, I still don't, I have no idea where you got that from. It's it's not said. It's not said. Because it's it's not true. Yes, it is. Maybe. Maybe to the creator. Every time, every time. Have you not noticed? Why are you trying to void ab initio? Uh, and, and just just present me the bill, please. So a servant. He's always asking. A, so a servant, servant is the one does. that's. So the servant is voiding the order. No, no. Carl said, why are you trying to void the order? No, 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 no. Just talking about the order. Go back to your comment about One at a time. <laughs> go back to your comment <laughs> about serving. Go, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. A, a, a servant takes orders. 
That's not what you said. I said a servant takes orders. That's not what you said. You said the servant is the greatest, and you said something else. Servant is always the greatest. Where do you get that from? Well, isn't the President of the United States the greatest? No. Yes, he is. He's a servant. <laughs> Have a fun life with that thought. Oh, my God. You, you, I guess Obama's the greatest? It. Obama's the greatest? Are you serious? No, he's not. Unfortunately... He is a loud schnook, yes. Not even if he was the best president, he was the greatest. Congress is over him. And, so, and Congress can get rid of him. But he is the servant. So that's got nothing... That doesn't mean the servant is the greatest. Yes, he is. No, it Maybe. does Maybe if you use a different word, that would be greatest. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that you look at Jesus, and he did teach that leaders, if you're speaking of leaders, the greatest leader is one who serves others in that sense. Yeah. But Carl has King David that. was the greatest servant. Who's but the other guy talking? That doesn't even make sense. Mike, who's the other guy? Who's the guy talking about servants? Eric. Eric, the truck driver? Eric? Yeah, Eric 77. You saying uh, that service is the greatest, Eric? A servant is the greatest, yes. That's what you said, uh, Eric? That's the That opinion. is correct. Maybe. Right. Right. Wait, 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 wait. One at a time. time. One at a time. It's no, wait, time. wait. But, read, but understand it, what you read. When he's saying servant, I'm a servant to God and God only. No, 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 no. You serve okay, your fellow man, you, you are the greatest. Okay, where are you getting this from? Where are you getting this from? Just tell us where you're getting it from. One, a master, listen, master. listen, listen. One simple One question. Where are you getting that information from? Bible. Okay, where in the where Bible? I've never what seen it. What's a master it? cannot be great if he doesn't have servants. Wait, 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 wait. Stop yelling. Stop calling. Okay, a master can't be great if he doesn't have servants. So where are you coming up with this? The servant is the greatest. He is. Where are you oh. getting this from? Maybe you mean maybe the greatest honor is to serve. No, it's not honor. It's it's a simple question. You're not answering it. Where in the Bible are you finding this? Because I've never seen that. Well, I don't have my Bible in front of me. Okay. Well, when you do, let us know. Because don't make statements you can't back up. And I oh, don't girl. Not, Quiet No, I'm not saying it in a bad way. You don't know no, your listen. Bible then. Wait a minute. Okay, well, minute. you know listen, the Bible sir. so well. Tell us where it is. I'm not saying. I don't know saying. where it is. But there you okay. go. So why are you telling okay. people they don't know their Bible? Because you are the least is the greatest. Okay. And You're to be the least. Okay. 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 Whoa, whoa, whoa! At the Last Supper, when he when when he uh, washed the the disciples' feet, what did he say? He says the least is the greatest. In order for you to be great, you have to be you have to be a servant. You have to be the least. He didn't say that like that, brother. You got it wrong. Yeah, Luke nineteen. I'm paraphrasing. You know what? I'm not going to speak on it because I don't have that scripture right in front of me, 
And I'm not you know going to miss the Bible. That's go, go ask thing your pastor. Well, I don't need to ask my pastor. I need to know this for myself. That's what a lot of people go wrong. You need to know for yourself. Now the Bible I already know. Here, I just you told you. Read. Okay, if you know, I need you to search it and, and then get get back to us and let us know. Do you not I remember the Last Supper when he washed? Listen, it's not <laughs> what I remember. I do what? understand a little bit what you're saying. He served get that, them. I don't Pipe have down. the full Pipe down. sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice served Everybody him. talking. Everybody talking. Oh, Lord. See, you, Eric, I'm going Okay. Okay, Eric, oh, wait, wait, stop, just calm down. Well, I'm Eric, you're the only one on this call you that knows what you're talking about. You are man, when you make a statement, be prepared to back it up. It's not getting mad and angry and yelling and skipping and hopping. Just say, look, I read it somewhere in the Bible. I don't remember exactly the description. If you don't remember, then we can't speak on it because we don't have the evidence in front of us. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you lie or you misquoting it. Or I'm just saying I don't have that in front of me, so I can't verify that. Somewhat what you say sounds accurate, but I can't verify it. That's all I'm Aquila. saying. But let's not bring up topics we cannot verify. That sounds Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, just Luke 9, 48, Jesus speaking, says, says, and whomsoever shall receive this child in my name receiveth me, and whomsoever shall receive me receiveth him that sent me. For he that is least among you all, the same shall be great. And that that thought is expressed a few times, but I don't, right. I don't. But uh, but that's talking about. I think these are two different things we're talking about. Eric's talking uh, seems to be equating that with the stature in a court in a court, and I don't think that it applies. Right, a, ser- a public a servant is a servant. It's somebody who serves you. Okay, that okay. could be anybody. If if, if you're right? standing in court, if you're standing in court and you're acting as a, as a, a humble man, you are there to serve. Uh, uh, every time uh, Carl talks about uh, a cop coming to your window, how may I serve you? True. Who? Who, always, no, always, no. always, always. How may I serve you? Where did you come up no, with this when no, you're in you your it, servant? I think you got that wrong. Anyway, it's okay. Where, I'm where? not going to keep arguing about this. You have where did you hear? Where did you hear Carl say that when you go to court, you're a servant? Because mm. I've never heard that either. I of course either. not. I've heard, I've heard it's because you guys haven't figured it out. Like, you got, uh, you're making you, you, this up. It's your opinion, and you're telling us it's gospel truth. You're making it's it's gospel truth. You go there, he says you go there and you uh, you accept orders. That's yeah. not the same. And, that's not the same thing. And, and who and who accepts orders? Servants. No. No. People who accept orders. Do, no. See, there we go. See, that's when people don't understand. Joe, I'm not saying this to be malicious. Just like we kept going around with Joe about this. Not Joe, it's Eric. And now he getting it. So obviously, Eric, it seemed like it's something not getting it. All right? Not to be mean. Don't say, you You know, I'm not trying to take sides to be mean. So basically, I don't want them to jump on you. We jumping on each other. That's not what this is about. Now, you made a statement. As I said before, I shall say again, be prepared to back it up. Come with the right information so you can know, just like this brother here, he's reading that scripture. It's not saying what you just said. 
If that's what he's if he's reading it accurately, it's not saying what you just said, Eric. You know, we talk about servant, you know, or the least one of us. That's all, but if that don't mean you a servant. I am nope. a servant to God because he made me. No, you serve you know, your I don't fellow. Mind, I you don't serve mind your giving, fellow man. Wait, That's let me what, finish. Let me finish, oh. then you may speak. And I'm just saying the way I understand it. I'm not well, saying I'm right. Now, getting back to servant, a servant is someone who serves, okay? And therefore, they are our public servants if we refer to the court. We are not their servants. A man or woman is not their servant. That's what they want you to believe, and that's what it feels like. That's what they have society to believe. This is why there's issues. They're your public servant. So my public servant can never tell me what to do or how to do or when to do. You have Not to even get... a man. Not even a man unless they no, pay wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't jump that's in. Right. I'm going to get there. We're talking about servant at this moment. Now, I don't want to confuse the two. We know men think that's true. But I want to stay on the subject of servants and a service. So, therefore, when you're talking about that's what we that's what's wrong with the system and everybody now. You know, that's what we were led to be, be believe and taught and just be obedient. Don't ask questions. Now we start, you know, wake up and start asking questions. So I'll just say this, Eric. Just do a little bit more studying, and we so all of us as well do more studying. You know, if I see that you're right and you said it correctly, I will wholeheartedly, you know, you know, say that, you know, and I'll verify it. But at this time, I don't see that being true, you know, and I never really heard Carl or anybody for that matter to say that. It doesn't Unless have somebody to say in the league at ease and don't know, but I'm not, you know, so for therefore. Get your story straight. You know, that's what that's just what I was telling oh, you. Know, this is what I was really scratching to you, Joe. When you yeah. come and asking a question to call or anybody you want help you, it's like coming to school. You don't have a pencil. I don't have a razor. Oh, I forgot my book. I forgot my math book. This is how it sounds, and it's so frustrating. And when we tell you stuff, you know, you saying, "Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it," and then you're not. Then we're going over and over, but. I'm willing to go over and over. I don't have a problem with that. I can't speak for anybody else. But don't if you really don't get it, you know, that's why I'll just say this. I deal with a lot of people in my community, especially the Spanish-speaking ones. I, and then thank God I know how to speak Spanish because then I tell them something. I say, you understand me? See, 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 they understand. And they laugh, like, and then I find out they really didn't understand me. And it's made me feel so bad because then I can't get to them. I can't help them. So be careful. If you want to be, that's why this is all about honor. Maybe you feel, oh, I feel like a fool. I feel hopeless. I feel like, oh, man, I don't care. Like when sometimes I used to speak Spanish, I say it wrong, they laugh at me. I didn't care. As long as they got the message, what I was really trying to say. I might even say it like a child would say it, but they, uh, they got it what I was trying to say. Then they correct me. All right? So that's what I'm saying. Make sure you understand. Because sometimes we all can hear the same thing, and we might hear it different or perceive it differently. And this is what these calls is about. So we make sure one another is really understanding. We're here to help. You know, I'm not saying I have all the answers because I don't. But, you know, I did know what I hear and heard, and that's important. 
And sometimes we don't. So, you know, just I'll just say, everybody, let's just study, you know, and listen more and, you know, ask questions. That's the only way. And that's why we ask Joe a lot of questions. Just if our directors kept saying the same thing, then he went to the call, like making different examples and everything. Finally, when he started saying, I believe college wrong, then I understood he didn't understand very well. And I think now Joe got to, he's getting to understand. And that's good. This is what this is about. So it's not to break one down, make you feel stupid. Oh, you don't know. No, that's not my attention. So I said a lot. Go somewhere else to somebody else talk. Speak on. (laughs) (laughs) No, because see, it's like when truth comes, everybody don't have, you know, it's not just that I say, well, one of you guys said it. It silenced the room. You notice that when calls talk, they shut down. Because mm-hmm. when truth comes forth, it's nothing to explain. It's nothing to clear. You got it. So hopefully that helped. And go ahead. I mean, anybody got any more questions? Joe, Eric, anybody? No, I'm, I really appreciate your all's time and, and your help. All right. Sounds good to me. And um, hopefully that helped, you know, Eric. You there? I'm yep. here. I should say here. Excuse me. I got I got to correct my own self. Joe, are you there or are you here? Nobody answered that. Joe answered for himself. Yeah, Joe. I, I already answered. Uh, I said I really no, appreciate. Joe. No, 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 Joe. I'm gonna ask you a question. Oh, go ahead. Are you over there or are you here? Are. I'm gonna I, say it again. Just listen slower. Listen slower. Are you there or are you here? Man, I guess I failed the test. I mean, you just call me you, though, so no, I'm not no, you, I'm I. Just let me ask the question because we just want to help you with that. Go ahead. It's not a trick question. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm there here. you go. That's your question. You're always here. Mm-hmm. Just understand that. And now you need to go back and study on why you're, you're always here. Okay. Just, start, just just sit down and think about it. That's how a lot of stuff, you know, I listen to call listening. You're going to have to develop your own style. It's just like your parents could teach you how to drive, to go to driver school. But when you get in that car, you're going to have to drive for you. Okay. And do your style. And do your Joe, way. you're always inside the confines of your skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just figure it out, you know. But I mean, just sit down and think about what we, we we've been saying tonight, and you know what we've been talking about, and that's how you know and pray about it, and you know ask God to lead you guys. Because Carl was saying something tonight, I'll just share this with you, and it was about liability or something. He said something totally different than that, but then it hit me quickly because I'm 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 doing my um I'm interacting with a situation I'm dealing with. And I didn't address that part because I'm I'm doing dealing with a bank, you know, but I know the owner. And he has a subsidy company. And then the lawyer wrote back to me that I got the wrong party. Uh, It's the LLP is the one who's coming, you know, suing. And but he's only he's that he have they said he only have limited partnership. And it came to me the answer so clear. Doesn't matter what partnership, you still a part of it, and you still liable. So I wrote back, you should, you know, I, you know, one man with this guy's name, 
the show me proof that, and I'll put it close to my partnership, is not like, you know, a man is not liable. You know, the way I I don't have it in front of me, so, but, you know, it came so clear to me. Just You're still part of that company. You're still part of that, so you're liable. Just like Carl said so many times, if I'm sitting in the car, you say, Quilla, give me a ride, okay? <laughs> you go and run in the bank, you rob the bank. You jump back in the car, and I just drive you. I have nothing to do with this. I don't know, but guess what? I'm liable. Even though I didn't rob the bank, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't even know that was you doing. I'm still liable. Mm-hmm. See? So, therefore, you know, they was trying to do tricks, play games. You know, and, and Mike helped me with a, a certain part of it um, that they was going by the statutes. Oh, you didn't file your paperwork in time. And, you know, how can the statutes of code, you know, and I was listening to that what Carl said about a latch. It's like I didn't even ask him the question and how I was on that call and how God just had him to say that. And it helped me what I need to write. And I got it because the public cannot be held by a latch. You know, like you hold pull a latch and your daughter baby can't. Well, if you're a man, you can't be held by a latch, but a person can. Here, I found it. Luke 26 and 27. Who's this, Eric? 22, 26, 27. Who's this, Eric? Yeah. Okay, Eric. Well, let me be quiet. I'm sorry, Joe. Anyway, that's for my story. It helped me out. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, here, I'll read... uh, Luke twenty two, twenty five. And he on. said to them, "The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and who, and and sorry, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger." And he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? It is not he who sits at the table. Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials. Okay. That That's doesn't prove your point. What type of Bible is that, may I ask? That doesn't prove his point anyway. Wait a minute. King James. That's, hold up, hold no, up, that, hold up, hold one, up. That's, that's just one part. That's just that's one part. But it's it's throughout the whole Bible. Oh, boy. Well, stop. It's just one part. It's throughout the whole Bible. All about the servant being uh, uh, greater. For you to be a great man, you must be willing to serve your fellow man. That's the, so, that's the bottom. Fellow so man. Somehow that means every time I go to court, I'm a servant. Act like one, and I promise you, you'll 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 succeed forever. So if the judge says, "Lick my boots," I lick his boots, and I'm going to be greatest. Is that an order? Put it on right in rating. Does the servant get paid? The servant always gets paid. Servant gets uh, food, housing. He always gets paid. 
he becomes a servant when he when he's a debtor. Correct. No, some, people, some people are born born into servitude. Some people are involuntarily uh, made to serve, but they're cared for. Yeah, but hold on, that's not a servant; that's a slave. There's a they're difference. Still cared for. There's a, a difference between a servant and a slave. You talking that's about a sister? What's up? Are you? Is he talking about a minister? No. <clears throat> Look up the dic- the definition of minister. Uh, I don't have etymology on me. Oh, maybe I could find it. We well in the Bible, he the, remember the good Samaritan minister that man back to help. Minister is just helping somebody. Minister means sort of like help someone. Administer. Minister. Just minister. It's a noun. No, I mean, I think Carl, he does teach this. It's it's an attitude that Carl has, which I think Eric is is grasping here, and it's true. Uh, But uh, the the but is we don't, that doesn't... uh, I don't think that translates into um, the pa- the highest amount of power in a court. We're talking about court. This is a conversation about common law, and so that doesn't necessarily apply always in a court, in a common law court. It's but it yes. does apply. It does apply, however, if you're. If you if you are not just a minister, but in everyday life, the greatest people are those who serve other people. There's no question about that. Christ was the greatest, the Son of God, perfect. And what did he do? He was you know, washing the feet at the Last Supper, like you said. So, and he went around serving people, and he didn't have a place to sleep. You know, uh, and yet just he was think, always just think when Carl says, uh, "If anybody ever teaches my kid the word no." So he still doesn't say anything about servants. If I it's go to court, if I, I go serve. to court, if I go to court, the judge is always my public servant. Does not That's mean right. that I can't take an order. Doesn't there is no what? way in hell that I am the servant in court. Certainly not in my court. You are to your fellow man. If he no, writes out an order, oh, no, yes, not. you are. Bullshit. If he writes out an order, if he writes who out you, an who order, are you to who tell are me going who to I am? Who are you to if tell he, me who I am? Okay. If fine. you're a servant, fine. I don't have to be, especially because you tell me I am. Uh, at least I understand it. Paul teaches that we are made in the image of God, and so therefore we're kings, as God is. God, uh, God is sovereign and, and, and rules in His own kingdom. Okay. So, so when Carl says, uh, "Aid my fellow man," yeah, are you not serving mean, him. It doesn't mean that I have to be a servant. Are you not serving him? If you're aiding your fellow man, are you not serving him? If a fellow mm, yeah. man gives you an no, order, I'm helping you him. will serve him. I'm not serving him. I'm helping him. No, you will serve him. No. Yes, you will. 
I'm a helper. Nope. Right. You're a helper? <laughs> you're you're telling me uh no. I won't go there. You better not. It's a decent show. Keep it real. Eric, Eric, why is this what how are you trying to apply this? Why is this so important to you, the definition? Because in order in order to be a man and aiding your fellow man twenty four seven, you have to be a servant. Twenty four seven? Yes. Twenty four seven I'm serving somebody. But our mission well, is not yeah. to if they were in a burning our... fire, wouldn't you go in and get them? I don't know. I don't really serve a whole lot of people while I'm fast asleep. Uh oh. Chris has a lie. Mm. Anyway, Eric. That's okay. You guys, you you guys need to ponder on this. That's all. Okay, right. so I, I thought, I thought so I was going to uh, let you in on a glimpse, but well, you're I don't see me that. I don't see your point. Maybe I'm not getting it. I don't see your point. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally off the right. I don't see it. Do you know what it's like to be Christ-like? Of course, I am. You you do? Then, I am. Then you're a ser- Then you're a servant. Of God. Of God. Oh my goodness. I don't know where all this is coming from. Okay. Who who laid his life down for okay, you? Let's let's say that I'm a king. Yeah, yes. I can serve my people, but I don't have to. And who is Christ? Well, then you serving? you you won't have much of a kingdom. Who is Christ so? serving? Who is Christ serving? He 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 served all of us. No, that's why he's not raising the question. No, he was serving his father. He was doing his will on earth. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, you know what? We shouldn't pun, you know, like you said, we maybe we all not getting it, what you're saying, Eric. I don't know. I just speak for me. I'm not 100%. So I'll think about it, though. If I see you right, I'll definitely, you know, correct myself and say so. I have no change in my game. Well, I do think it, I think it's worthy of pondering. You know, Eric, it's a, I think it's a lifestyle, by the way. Christ always talking about being a man is a lifestyle. Being a servant is also a lifestyle. Uh, it's just, I'm not sure where the connection's being made here I, I, in court. You never say no to a I judge. Know, I know in the Bible they say the least. When he gives you an order, I have only a, only a fellow man can give you an order. I have I have refused an order in court. Same order three times in a row. Mm. What order was that? <laughs> what difference does it make if I've refused an order three times in a row? I guess I said no in court, didn't I? Well, obviously he didn't compensate you. Well, why would he compensate me if I didn't carry out the order? Keep in mind, Eric, there can be unrighteous orders made, right? Of course. So you well, don't want to serve. I'm not talking about that. Well, in a, in a well, if court. I was, if I was a servant 24-7, how would I be refusing orders? 
How could anyone refuse an unlawful order if they're a servant 24-7? That's where God the sovereign comes in. You have to always prioritize. It has to be in harmony with God's will. I have no idea what the sovereign is. Sovereign is like God. Ain't nobody is a God. Is anybody else on on the phone or chat that has any other conversation they want to bring up? Yeah, I'm going to bring this one up. I'm going to say good night to you boys. Um, it was lovely. The ride was great. I need to get some rest. I got to go to where this morning. So. All right, good night. God bless all right, all. Good night. Peace. Get along, Appreciate boys. Appreciate Praise God. Well, anyways, it's something to think about. Yeah. But well, gentlemen, thank you for the time tonight. This is Joe. In order to uh, helping your fellow man, you have to serve him. There's a great king named King Benjamin. He said, "Whenever he says, um, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom. That when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of God. You'll you'll like that quote." Yeah, I do. When, when two or more are in agreement, God is there amongst you. Well, on that note, I'm going to put a bed myself. Say All good right. night, Joe. We're going to put a downer on everybody. <laughs> Take care. Good night. Good night. Okay, have a good night. So, Mike. Yep. So, did Kyle say he was leaving tomorrow? Um, And then coming through here here or something? I don't remember what he said, actually. Yeah, I thought he said something similar to that. Yeah, he said something about Florida and California. I well, can't said, move in uh, Florida. Huh? Can't move in Florida. I thought he said he was going to go to California. The guy had already paid his ticket or whatever. And then he was going to come by here and see me. I thought I heard that too. Yeah, that'd be good, but that's the first I heard of it. So hopefully it's true. Yeah, I do remember him saying he was going to go and see you. And you're going to give him a big pile of cash. He's already been given a good pile of cash. Yeah, I heard he charges $1,000 a day and 1500 for you. 2000 for me. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> but I didn't say what, 2000 what? 
What's the par value of that? We're talking about 2,000 escudos, pesos, dinar. Rusty nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broken rubber bands. Used rubbers. Oh. 2,000 viruses. How about dildos? <laughs> now, now we're starting to get out of line. Yeah, this must be the weight call. <laughs> Mine was bad enough. So what did you do for work, Vital? What did I do? Yeah, what did you do? I was... Uh... I've had different, uh, done different things throughout the years, but uh, my main thing was uh, remodeling and heating. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I've, I've done carpentry. I was, I did carpentry apprenticeship when I was uh, living in Portugal. Uh, I also worked uh, construction, and then I was basically in charge of a uh, uh, stone crusher when I was like. 13, 14, before I came here. Cool. And also uh, did iron works here. I've uh, worked um, in a foam factory when I was in high school. After high school, I used to work in a foam factory eight hours a day. First job I had was uh, for only a few nights washing dishes in a restaurant. And then I did uh, part-time cleaning after school. I used to clean uh, Polaroid in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh, oh. Yeah. And then I was a watchman for a while at uh, Karazink. They used to do magic markers. Oh, wow. And, uh, then I worked as a busboy in, in one of the best restaurants in Boston, right near the, the tallest building in Boston, called Jason's. And uh, tips there. Then I did ironworks. I did for a few years. Uh, I was uh, after there was uh, did ironworks like in the seventies, and then uh, for a few years in the nineties, ninety four, ninety five, I was uh, a production uh, and uh, installation manager of uh, ironworks company, fire escapes and stuff like that. Oh, cool. So I've done a lot of different things. When I was in the university, I was working in the, uh, the computer room. There ain't much I haven't done. And don't forget you do community service every weekend. Yeah, community service. <laughs> and advocacy. And then I do charity on these calls. <laughs> putting up with putting up with, putting up with these crazy people that don't know anything to argue. Yeah. What do you do, Mike? Me, I don't do anything. I sit on Skype all day and talk shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mike smokes weed once a you know, once every fifteen <laughs> minutes or so. I try to. Nobody donates any weed anymore. <laughs> yeah, you've always wanted uh, uh, a package to come in in the mail, right? 
<laughs> I think it'd be hilarious to get some weed in the mail. Hey, uh, I thought somebody would have done that. If somebody sends me weed in the mail, I'll go out and buy a Cypress Hill CD. Okay, yeah, I th- whatever that I is. Th- I think I might do that. <laughs> I'm going to ship it to you, uh, uh, Mike. I'm going to put... Uh, it, it'll never get across the border. I'm going to put uh, Eric's uh, Eric's address on it. And uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll write in big, big magic marker, caution, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make Do sure there's those cross. lovely stickers all over it. Do not crush. Caution. Very no. one. Handle with Flammable. Flammable. <laughs> keep keep away from flame. <laughs> Contents may cause hallucinations. Do not inhale. <laughs> well, that, that's going to Bill Clinton. <laughs> Don't fool an Obama or a Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, may negate uh, Obamacare. <laughs> or may lose children. Can you believe we had two presidents that admitted to uh, smoking pot and doing cocaine, and uh, they put people in jail for that? I know, eh? Bunch of hypocrites. Look at Rob Ford <laughs> in Toronto. Did you ever see the? Uh, oh, that's an idea. Maybe I'll put the return address, Rob Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see the uh, Rob Ford video where where he got called a fat fuck? No. Oh, it was so funny. Which hooker? Yeah. Which hooker? Which hooker was that? He was he was sitting there, standing there with his brother, and some guy was interviewing him, and they got in a big argument. And then the uh, guy interviewing him goes, "You fat fuck!" And then Rob no. Ford goes, "Did you just call me a fat? Did you just call me?" And he said it like four times, and then his brother said it. You just called him a fat fuck, and they just it was so funny. You sure that wasn't a Saturday Night Live skit? No, no, it was a real one. (laughs) That's hilarious. They were doing that to make make people feel bad for them. It was was funny, too, because then the the reporter tried to leave, and and the the guy acting as mayor was standing in front of the door and wouldn't let the guy leave. He kept trying to block him when the guy was trying to leave. Usually they keep you out. This time they want to keep you in, huh? Yeah, I had a judge tell me that I was a terrible lawyer and that my affidavit sounded like Rob Ford denying that he smoked crack. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, right in court. <laughs> Oh my! Well, you should have told the judge. What's next? You gotta call me a fat fuck. <laughs> you shouldn't have said thank you for the compliment. I would never want to write like a lawyer. 
I yeah, I couldn't help it when he when he told me I was a terrible lawyer. I had a huge grin on my face. <laughs> All right. Don't no. suck up to me, you asshole. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> so, Mike, call, Mike. What? I'm going to go to bed. I'm not going to do another 15-hour show tonight. Why not? <laughs> thank God uh, Thank God, the killer got in there and ran the show for a few hours. <laughs> Were you sleeping during that time? I was trying to. Thank God my wife called. <laughs> Who's that? Hey? Who said? Is that Terry? I Eric. Your wife called? Yeah, while Aquila was talking. Called who, Mike? No, my wife called me. Oh, I thought you were saying your wife called Mike. That's why he was being quiet. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) How'd she get his number? Do you drive all night? No, they, I can't offload. Somebody offloaded just a few minutes ago, so I gotta wait till the morning. You just gotta sit there. You already parked? Yeah, I'm parked. I'm parked. Play yeah, sandwich. So you don't hear all those background noises like people dragging chains and crap. Oh, uh, if I have to, I gotta put them on. Only when it's really icy out. Mm. I Why used to do the Yukon uh, uh, runs. Actually, some of those, uh, a, a lot of those tow, towing, uh, what do you call that, uh, recovery. Uh, Ice road recovery, whatever. A lot of it's yeah. done on Highway 63 and 881 here. Where they stop the traffic and they make it look like something's going to go wrong. And <laughs> it's too funny. It's not something, as bad as people. Something, something good go wrong. Oh yeah, for sure. But they 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 always they always embellish it, eh? Well, of course, they're trying to uh, get people to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they got you watching. No, I, if I'm surfing uh, the channel, sometimes I'll stop for five, ten minutes. My bot, my boss waved one day while they were filming. I don't know if that's going to go through or not. While he was driving by. He was up uh up in the uh, Northwest Territories when they were doing the first first episodes of Ice Road Truckers. They asked him and he said, Nope. <laughs> you ain't coming in my truck. It's pretty cool. 
he said uh, he used to drive on this one lake that would take about three hours to go across. He set the cruise control for like 20 kilometers an hour, and he sits there and watches a movie for the whole duration. <laughs> he tie a, belt, tie a bungee cord or something to the steering wheel? No, no, he just set it up on the dash. Oh. Yeah, driving on a lake is friggin' crazy. You just have to maintain the same speed. Because what you're doing is you're creating a wave. And uh, all you have to do is maintain the same speed and keep pushing that wave as as you keep kind of concaving the ice. And you're good to go. Ice is pretty flexible. If you go too fast, what yeah, you pretty brittle. Is you drive over top, over top of the wave that you created, and that's when the ice actually has too much flex and breaks right there, and down you go. Yeah. So when you're loaded, you only you're only allowed to do about fifteen to twenty kilometers an hour. When you're not who's loaded, lighting, who's lighting a quicker. Do you mic? <laughs> Say what? Who is snapping a light? A lighting a joint? Nope, not me. Is that Eric? Nope. Uh, who else is on the phone? Do you hear it? Oh, yeah, I hear it now. Is? I know what it is. It's uh, I'm typing something on my phone, so you can probably hear the buttons. Oh. <laughs> Sounds just like a lighter. I was just going to say, Mike says he doesn't have any, and he's lighting it up. Click, click. Click, click. When Mike doesn't have any, he smokes tea leaves, anything that he can find. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was uh, summertime so I could smoke the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we were young uh, on Pico Island, Portugal, we used hey, to uh, Kentucky- smoke corn hair. Or uh, uh, dried uh, grape leaves. We sequence them off. Like awful crap. But that's how we, you know people used to get initiated into smoking. I never liked it. What was it called? Oh, either either corn hair, dried corn hair, or uh, grape leaves. You know, we should wow. put them in your palm of your hands and rub them back and forth. And then they would roll them up in um, the husk of the corn. You know, dry, you could cut it into like like a zigzag paper. And then you roll it up, lick it, and then smoke it. That's interesting. That's how uh, that's how they used to roll. Uh, when uh, I was young, I remember father, my father used to grow tobacco just for his personal use. And then, uh, you know, he'd chop it up with his uh, um, uh, pocket knife and then uh, rub it in the palm of his hands. And then, uh, you know, you'd have uh, uh, corn husk leaves, chop it up, and then roll a cigarette, light it up, and smoke it. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And when I, was, when I was pretty young, when we used to go bring... Uh, <laughs> The, the grape peels to the to the alambique where they make uh, uh, 
uh, firewater, Portuguese firewater, moonshine. Uh, there was an old man, and my father was, you know, uh, uh, like doing a cigarette with him. And then uh, the old man had this, uh, like, bamboo, uh, like from, uh, some sort of cane hanging on his neck, like on a string. And he takes a cover off, and there's an ember burning in there. And then he blows on it, and then they light the cigarettes. Oh well. So and uh, I I learned afterwards that usually what they used was uh, uh, horse uh, 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 chestnuts, you know, horse crap, well dried because it's all grass. And if you light it like uh, in the morning, and it just smolders. And there's not a lot of oxygen inside the, you know, the the bamboo uh, section. Right. And then when you blow on it slowly, it kind of livens up, and you can light a cigarette, and then it goes back to just smoldering. Yeah, yeah, and it lasts all day or something like that, eh? Yep. Yeah. yeah um, would they use cow dung for uh, for baking or something? I hear in the deserts. No, no, we never use that. No, no, but, uh, but they would use they would they would use it to to cow, fire the oven. Cow pies, cow pies. Yeah, I've yeah, heard about I that. that. Like they flip them over, like they dry on top, and then they flip them over, and they dry again, and then they store them to use as firewood or something. Yeah, yeah, they they, they light light like the stoves or something or the ovens that they have. Yeah, we never did that. I, I, I don't think that part actually smolders inside wherever you're cooking your bread, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure that the heat heats up. Well, it would probably be the chamber. same thing. It would probably be the same thing, but the horn, the the horse one is is uh, more solid and hotter, and it's kind of wrapped like the way it comes up and 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 uh, like chestnuts. It it kind of you know gets wrapped. The cow stuff that just pours out. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times it's not even that solid, you know. Like a lot of times, cow poop is uh, is fairly runny. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. As opposed to uh, horse horse stuff is, uh, you know, it's pretty uh, compacted. Yeah, because they're eating uh, hay. Yeah, but the horse the horse stuff, uh, the cow stuff, we used to use to uh, make manure manure to uh, plant. You know, corn and and uh, potatoes and you know uh, all the stuff we used to grow, peas and yeah. beans and uh, sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and um, kale, all kinds of vegetables and we basically ate, uh, grew everything we ate. The only thing we'd have to buy would be like sugar, kerosene, salt. Other than that, we grew just about everything we ate. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to 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 know how to can and 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 know how to prepare your crop for for like canning and stuff, right? We didn't do canning. We we didn't. Uh, almost everything we ate was fresh. Like uh, so, did did you have it in the cellars in the winter time or? In the winter, the winter there is not bad. We never even had heat, so it's uh, it's not. You didn't bad. even need heat. Oh, no. okay. Okay. 
Yeah, no I'm heat. Just, just wondering what, what someone would do up in the north here where we're at. We didn't have electricity, so we used to, uh, like, uh, pickle. Like, we killed a pig, at least one pig per year, and then you chop it all up. You you make stuff that gets smoked, and then the other stuff, meats and, the, like, the, the outside parts, the lard with the skin and all that, that used to be all uh, salted and pickled. Uh, other stuff would be, uh, uh, like, uh, cooked. And then uh, the the lard, the liquid lard, used to, so we put it in containers, like cans and clay pots and stuff, and then you pour right. the lard over it, and they become solid, and it encapsulates it. And then yeah, throughout yeah. the year, when you're going to fry it, you just grab it, and the lard comes with it, and that's, you know, what you use to fry it with. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, some people would put that on bread. And... Yeah, hot bread. Corn, hot cornbread. Oh man, it's some lard, especially like when it has some of the taste of like the ribs and stuff like that. Linguisa, Portuguese yeah, sausage. Yeah. We put it on hot bread and it melts right in there. In the nook and crannies. <laughs> oh, and then the it's other funny thing. Funny how is, we crave fat. Yeah. Oh, fat's good for you. Oh, I know. It's just it's just it's just wild how we crave it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it tastes French good. fries, it anything that's fried is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then uh, the other thing is uh, uh, we always had uh, one milk cow, and uh, my father would go downstairs and, and milk the cow, and then we'd get up. Cornbread crumbled in a bowl and milk right from the cow on it, still warm, and that's what we ate almost every morning. On America, you go to jail for that. <laughs> hey, in uh, Portugal, or in Portuguese, how would you say universe? Universo. Yeah, same thing as uh, French, English. I was telling Carl uh, the other day, um, you can look at it as uh, as God saying, Uni meaning one unit, and verse is uh, yeah one verse one verse is one verse yeah spoken into existence yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try and uh, find other people who speak different languages to see if it all translates to the same the same the, pretty much the same breakdown. Oh, there's some words that are uh, pretty universal. <laughs> like yeah. banana. Banana is pretty universal. Banana? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, eh? I guess uh, it's brother plankton. <laughs> well, that's a different different fruit, but uh, yeah, same idea. But, but it's but it's 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 the 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 brother of the banana. Hey, Mike. Plankton. Hey, Mike. You you don't have to have the recording off of this crap that we're talking about. Somebody comes in and listens to the call, they're going to be listening to all this stuff. I guess some people like it and find it interesting. I don't know. Especially know when what's... you're talking about dildos. <laughs> Was there anything good on this call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some good there's some good stuff. 
like uh, when, uh, you know, earlier, I also want to talk to Joe and, uh, you know, we're explaining, uh, um, you know, what uh, Carl means when he says, you know, the IRS is perfect, the police the policeman yeah. is perfect, the judge is perfect. And uh, that teaches us that, you know, it takes unlearning to be able to get it because uh, I thought I was fairly clear with uh, what I was telling him, but I guess I wasn't getting through. And then, you know, even when I mentioned the car, you know, and... No, the car is a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. I think he finally got it, but, uh, you know, it's... It's but he stopped, didn't get you know. it, huh? And and but he didn't get it when 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 you asked him a different question. Of, yeah, I know. I, I got it that he wasn't getting it, and and uh, and it sounded like he got it, and then he didn't get it. Then finally, I think he finally got it towards the end. But it takes yeah. it it takes uh, it takes thinking and it takes and learning because you know you're basically looking at the judges as a man or a woman. And, and saying yeah. judge, 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 but it's not the man or the woman that's the judge. Yeah, it's the office, it's the position, it's you know whatever. Yeah, only the crooked man can can run people over with that car. Yeah, and then uh, the thing with uh, and he has the power. The wife, filing, <laughs> the wife filing for divorce that kind of says it too. And I was that was awesome. Day and he was telling me. You know, the cop doesn't. The cop doesn't hit you. You know, the man hit, hitting you. The the the, uh, the one hitting you is uh, is uh, is a crook. Is uh, is uh, I forget what the word he said, but he's no longer you know he's no longer an officer. Yeah, what did he? Do? He didn't call him goon or anything, but uh, what did he call him? Oh, uh, uh, he called him like uh, the term when somebody gets accused, you know, of committing uh, a crime. I forget what the exact word is that he said, because he said a few examples. But it's like uh, when he was talking about the the woman that filed for divorce. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, he said, uh, you know, a whore can file for divorce. Only a wife can. Yeah, exactly. An adulteress. Right. What really that was an got awesome me, analogy. What really got me was uh, when he was describing the person and the man, and he he talked about it like uh, a child with a dog. Oh, Eric! Better down. I just sat there. I just got to go grab something. I dropped. I'm going to go back inside. You dropped your dildo? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought it was amazing when uh, Carl Carl described the person and the man by using the analogy of a car with a dog tied to the bumper. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was amazing. When he said that, I almost fell off my chair. Holy shit. That's a good one. Yeah, but that works more like uh, when you're trying to explain when somebody, when they arrest you or, you know, are doing you some type of harm. Uh, yeah. When you're trying to say the difference between a man and the, and the person, you know, that wouldn't come in too handy. That comes in more well, handy when you're trying to say, hey, uh, you know, you can take the car, but watch out for the dog. Yeah, they, yeah, it is the man and the person because they're running the, the person through court 
and they're dragging the man along behind, and the man's being harmed. Right. Yeah. But what I'm exactly. saying is if you're trying to explain to people that are waking up, you know, the difference between a man and, and a person, uh, you know, that wouldn't be very handy. But if you're trying to explain what happens when they're putting you in jail, when they're bringing you to court or anything like that, uh, that they, you know, they have whatever they do to the, to the car, it's going to affect the dog. Yeah. And they can't separate the two. Well, it's almost the same thing as the old expression, uh, you go where the paper goes. They convict the paper, and the man goes to jail with the paper. Yeah, follow yes. the paper. <laughs> what gets me is they keep threatening to have a warrant for the person. Who is they? Who is they? Who is oh, there? Come on, come on. <laughs> Surprise, when, when the man acting as a judge says he's going to order a warrant for the arrest of the person when the man is standing in front of them in per well, I don't I guess it's not known that he's in person as a man. Well the man and the person are there. Yes, but but they're talking right over you, and, and, and they want to create harm the man by ordering you know, a warrant if he won't answer in person. Yeah, but the warrant's not for the man. It's for you. Of course it's for you. You're not a man. I kind of can't wait until that happens in court because... Uh... I just think it'd be funny to be standing there and have the judge say, well, I'm going to issue a warrant for his arrest. And me standing there saying, okay, you're going to go issue a warrant. I'll wait right here, and you guys go find that defendant you're looking for. Thank yeah. you for thank you for your judicial determination that I'm not the man you're looking for, but i got to stick around and wait until you guys bring this uh, defendant in. Yeah, say, can I have that in writing, please, that I'm not the man you're looking for? <laughs> that would be so funny. Which one of my aliases are you going to issue the warrant for? Yeah, did you hear uh, Mark Harris? I don't know if you know who Mark Harris is, but uh, he was supposed to go to court one day, and he decided to be a wise guy, and he put the birth certificate in an envelope and mailed his birth certificate into court. And they busted wow. him. Yeah, he ended up going to jail for that stunt. Why is that? I don't remember what it, what exactly happened. uh but he um, he he used that line where uh, uh, hold the man harmless or whatever. He surrendered the person, but the man is to be held harmless. Okay. 
meaning you, you can do whatever you want to the person, just don't harm the man. And he just yeah. mailed, he mailed the person in. <laughs> well, that kind of makes go. sense. Here you go, lock him up. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. I don't know what he did wrong, but he he got he got uh, I think fifteen days or something for that one. Wow. How was he held liable? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing he did something wrong, but yeah, he spoke in court without yeah, his person. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that works, but he actually wasn't in court. So I don't know if they issued a warrant for his arrest or what. Hmm. I don't know. I I don't know what his paperwork said either. So I don't know what kind of stunts he pulled in court before that either. So there was somebody who said uh, they took a sticker and they put it over top of the driver's license. And, uh, they're using that as uh, when the cop feels that he's actually exposing the driver's license to the public. And yeah, I'm I thinking, think. I think I'm going to put my driver's license in my trunk, <laughs> and then and then in a case that says uh, government assholes or something on it, <laughs> governmental. When uh, when Mark got busted. He uh, he got pulled over, and uh, the cops like, let me see your driver's license. And Mark put his driver's license on the dashboard, and the, yeah, cops, like, the cops like, give me your driver's license. And Mark's like, go ahead, reach in and grab it. And the cop opened his door and went to grab him out of the car. And Mark panicked. He's like, here, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Carl and uh, 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 what was her name there, uh, Gaia, Lady Gaia. Oh, uh, Diana, Lady. Diana, yeah, take a picture of the baby. You wanted to see it? There you go. No, you you wanted you wanted to steal it. Yeah, that was also uh, a good trick. Is uh, right out of notice take a picture of the notice and text the notice to them. <laughs> yeah, they can't say they didn't get it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So, if we were to sit there and hold our notices up in court, and of course they're going to say, oh, we need uh, we need time to answer that, we're not going to accept it, or blah, blah, blah. But uh, the crony... Uh, clerk is preventing you from doing any filing they have to take the notice correct um i don't know exactly in, i know in, i know they need time to answer it they don't so have to have, if if they don't if they don't need time to answer it then they they won't ask for it but if they if they want time to answer it they I think you have to give them time. So then, just to show up with all your notices is the best thing to do. Then instead of trying to fight with uh, court clerks. No, because uh, a lot of times in court they won't take it. 
Well, then I'm not speaking until they and they until they read it in the record, correct? Like, do you mean an answer or an actual notice? Answer, notice, or asking a question? Notice. You know, when you're trying to file a notice and they won't take it. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. If you just in Canada, they're having our uh, people are having a hard time doing it. There, that one poor guy there that was on the other night there. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. He's trying to answer, and they won't let him answer. But, see, he's not going to have any better luck in the courtroom. So then he's going to... uh, Oh, well, then all he'll have to do is uh, require a pen, paper, and ink in 72 hours. Then then he'll, he'll have to properly answer their questions with a question. Yeah, I don't know. He uh, he gets kicked around when he goes into court. I don't know if I don't know if he'd be able to handle them in a situation like that. Who was that? Well, uh, who Mike Dave? Who? Sunny Slide. Oh, David. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you read the thing he posted today? No. Is it long? No, it's it's a little bit, and uh, I answered I answered him there, but um, I think he's uh, asking too many things. He sent the letter. He does that all the time. He every notice and every letter the guy writes, he he puts way too much in it. I mean, it's like, not that long, but uh, I can read it if you want. Let me read it. Is that time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to get Mike's uh, express permission before I do it, because it's his show. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Was that Mike speaking? <laughs> well, you have no confirmation. I'm a disembodied uh, voice over the phone. I know I hear, I know I hear you. <laughs> All right, let me open it up here. So you had the the reply from uh, the lady that the judge said to send him a letter. I haven't read that. Should I read that first? Sure. I probably should because then we know what we're talking about. kind of late. Oh, I did read it. My computer is kind of uh, asleep because it's late. So this is from uh, Ontario uh, Superior Court of Justice, Office of the Chief Justice. And then it's got a reference number. It's got his name and stuff. And it says, Dear Mr. So-and-so, uh, this is March 3rd, which just happened. I am in receipt of your letter to the Honorable Madam Justice that's not who he wrote to. Huh? That's not who he wrote to. Well, I know. 
It would be good. It'd be good if we saw the letter that he sent. But anyway, so uh, he probably sent it before. Um, dated February 6, 2015. Well, it took him a long time to answer, huh? So, uh, Justice Swift forwarded your letter to me and requested that I respond on her behalf. I would request that you not attempt to request to correspond any further with her honor or this office in this manner. We regret that we are unable to provide you with any further assistance. Any future correspondence received from you will be returned an original by this office. Sincerely, Rosalind, whatever her name is. That's beautiful. That's no more court. He doesn't have to go to court ever again. What? They're accepting no correspondence. He's not allowed to correspond with them anymore. Right. How's he going to go to court if he can't correspond with anybody? Well, they said any future correspondence received from you will be returned in original by this office. Yeah, but before that, oh, I, I would request that you not. I request that you not attempt to correspond any further with her honor, or or this office in this manner. <clears throat> So, in this manner, meaning what on pen and paper? Yeah, they it looks like they're converting what he sent to be addressed by an office and answered by an office, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't write to any honorable Madam Justice. He just wrote to whatever her face was. Right. And he referred to him as Mister. So let's uh, let's hear. Yeah, because they're they're talking to the fiction. Yeah, because a defendant cannot write to a judge, but a and man can write to a man. That's how they're yeah, treating them. They're converting them, and then they continue playing the you know doing their play to see yeah, what happens. And, and the defendant can't put no notices in the case, I guess. Which is just absolutely ridiculous. That's right up there with. Uh... No, that's not. That's not what they said. A defendant. Could yeah, but, uh, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm just uh, um, trying to figure out why they're 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 blocking him from putting notices. In. He done no, something that's not, that. That's not true. That's not true. That's not what they're saying. Mm, no, I, no, no, no. I'm not. I, I, I was. I wasn't answering to the letter just now. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, it's not just that letter. He's had all kinds of trouble. He tried to file a claim. He tried to file notices. Like they're not taking any of his crap now. They're 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 not recognizing him as a man, whatsoever. But but this is good. I mean, uh, basically, I would probably uh, send the certified letter to this woman. And uh, uh, have her uh, uh, clarify when did I do what you're saying I did. Well, in this manner, I don't know what that means. 
Like you're not allowed to correspond on paper. You're not allowed to correspond with blue ink. We prefer green. Like, <laughs> what, what does in this manner mean? Oh, does does it need to have blue backed uh, paper? <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be on lined paper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so let's hear his uh, answer. Okay. So, uh, Rosalind, care of Osgood Hall, Toronto, Ontario, March 9, 2015. Dear Rosalind, greetings. Thank you for your correspondence in which you, capitalized you, Rosalind, <clears throat> claim authority to answer on behalf of the woman, Michelle Wurst. Oh, good. In parentheses, copy attached. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's I have pretty yet, good. I have yet to receive. I have yet to receive answer to my written question of January 13, 2015. Copy attached. I wish and require the point of law and answer to said questions. I wish and require the point of law and answer to said questions. Said question, he didn't even ask any yet. No, that's C attached. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is about an old letter that he sent before this one that they're answering. This is a January 13th letter that he sent. But the thing is, he didn't, he, did he reference any questions? Well, I don't know. We would have to see the copy attached. No, no, no. Be. He has to mention it. He has to say... I asked you questions, see Exhibit A. And then he can yeah. say said questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he has to uh, display um, the intent. And well, then, that's like, so. But that's like, that's like me saying, I went to the store today and I parked said wagon in front of the store. Well, I never mentioned any wagon, so how can I refer to said wagon that's never been said? Yeah. Well, what what if uh, uh, you haven't answered uh, C attached? Isn't that what he said? No, he said, I have yet to receive answer to my written questions of January 13, 2015. Okay, so he did, he did mention questions then. Yeah. In parentheses. Copy and attached. Copy I, wish attached require, yeah. I wish and require the point of law and answer to said questions. See, that he goes on to clarify it, which kind of... Yeah, he doesn't have to do like, that. That makes it sound like it's something different that he's talking to. So, yeah, he's adding stuff. It, it should all be in that attached letter. And yeah, then he's got to drop that. Rosalind, I require you to clarify the manner in which you believe I am to correspond with you or Michelle. Question mark. I require you to explain how you, Rosalind, and Michelle believe you have no duty, obligation, or responsibility to provide assistance or answer to your fellow man. The last, the, the first one, that wasn't even a question, was it? Uh, which one? I require you you to explain how you, Rosalind, 
Yeah, that's not that. a question. Why is there a question mark? I require you to explain how you, Rosalind and Michelle, believe you have no duty, obligation, or responsibility to provide assistance or answer to your fellow man. Uh, his punctuation is kind of uh, odd at certain places, like he's got at the end of a sentence and it's a uh, uh, semicolon, um, you know, on a lot of these things, instead of a period. And then so he's he, uh, trying to talk to two people through this one letter, though. This is not good. No, he's he's yeah. talking to one lady, but asking the one lady, "How do I? How should I respond to you and the other lady?" Oh, see, that's that was my first question. Was uh, when they said we will not accept any any further correspondence in this manner, and then yeah, he we... and then that he jumped all over that, and he. He's like, in what manner would you like me to correspond with you and what's your name? Yeah. No, he he doesn't he doesn't uh, he doesn't really uh, touch that the manner, but uh, you know he thanks them for the uh, for the correspondence and asks for what authority do you have to answer on behalf of the woman? Well, she already kind of said that. The, the the well, it was the judge, I guess she was talking about, but uh, so that that could have some some merit to it, you know, asking by what authority. Um, and then so uh, he, he, his letters addressed to the clerk, right? His letters addressed to the woman that wrote to him, Rosalind, who is okay. uh, his executive legal officer. Oh, okay. Um, As opposed secretary to secretary or whatever. Huh. But see, that's the part of the game they're playing is because he wrote to the women, and then they used they answered back with their titles. But yeah. since they're since they're answering in their titles then what's-her-name does have authority to answer on behalf. So she yep. has uh, she has a, a comma QC after her name. Uh, QC, what's that stand for again? I forget. And then, and then executive legal officer below that. QC, QC, QC. Oh, what is that again? Yeah, that's probably Qual- qualified questions clerk. Questions clerk. Questions clerk. Something council. Oh, okay. Queens uh, Queens Council. Oh, maybe. maybe. What was the word I used a little while ago? Qualified? No. Um, Anyways. Yeah, it's Queen's Council. Queen's Council, yeah, that sounds very good. So they're not recognizing him as a man whatsoever. They are blackballing the man. Of course, and they really can't anyway. 
but 24-7, you're still a man or a woman. Yeah, but they're going to play their part and try to use the mask and, yes. you know, try to hide behind the mask. But uh, So but I the guess the only of... thing he can do is send a, a letter straight to the judge's house? No. I would never <laughs> well, do that. I'm just saying, you really want to talk to the woman? Do it that way. <laughs> But this letter, the flo- did you open it up, uh, Mike? No. Oh, I thought you sounded like it. you opened it up. It doesn't really have a good flow to it. and uh, it's Not that last like some- word. Yeah, it's it's kind of jumped around and it doesn't, doesn't, you know, it doesn't get to the point. But it's, can you, can you, know, you read the bottom good, half again? It's a good start. I can read the whole thing. No, just just start from the the middle. You want me to start from the bottom up? Regards, kind man, fellow, you are to answer or assistance provide to responsibility <laughs> or obligation. Jackass. <laughs> Read the words backwards, too, will you? <laughs> oh, you want me to... Okay, so I'll start. No, let me read it, all right? Remember when you used to sit and play your Aussie records backwards? Do it like that. Yeah. Yeah, So the guy, Nick, Nam, Wolf, Left, Ruin, Fuck, Kusna, Avo, S, Nathisa, Portuguese to me. Every port is provide backwards. <clears throat> Can you imagine if we were smart enough to actually make those words say something perfectly and in, in backwards? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's legalese. I knew I recognized that. It's oh, backwards. Man. <laughs> it looks like forwards legalese to me. Hidden messages when you play it backwards. We will incarcerate all persons. So what do you want, the last two sentences? Well, no. Rosalind, I require you to clarify the manner in which you believe I am to correspond with you or Michelle. See, that probably should have been the first thing. That should just stop right there. That should be the that should be the basis to his uh, whole whole uh, letter, and to answer the set the the said questions. But I think he's also in a a big hurry to get this sorted out. He's probably trying to get as many important things as he can. Yeah, that's where he should stop right there. And then what's the rest of it after that? Has he written to uh, Has he written to the the boy the health guy? Um, I I haven't really been keeping up with his case. I don't know exactly what he's filed, but I I'm pretty sure he sent a lot of letters. Yeah, I think I think he said on the show the other day that he probably had done some of that. But that's that's I think that's where the battle is is uh, 
is with the Board of Health or or whoever's pushing it in the town. And I would I would complain about him to to the higher ups. You know, if you were on, they were playing all kinds of right about it. Huh? They were playing all kinds of games with him right from the very beginning. Like they were. Uh, it was Her Majesty the Queen and Right of Ontario against Dave. It was Regina versus Dave. Right. And then when he went to go and talk to the Crown, the Crown's office said, oh, we're not the ones prosecuting. You have to go and talk to the Board of Health. Right. And it clearly said Regina versus Dave, but the Crown's not representing. It didn't make any sense. So it well, continues that the makes, shifting liability. Well, that kind of makes sense why uh, what I'm saying is even more powerful because the Crown is out of it, so it seems like the town is not letting it up. So you got to go after, you know, the, the, the board of health and, you know, the, the higher ups, you know, with communication. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure who's in there. I, I don't think it is the crown. I think they got their own private law firm representing them. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's probably the town legal legal attorney, which sounds like they're they're coming for extortion. In a normal so, circumstance, would the crown be representing them? Uh, no. Did no. break a code statute? No, it wouldn't be. It would be. It would be the 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 town uh, uh, legal department. So it's a bylaw. Because it's it's an ordinance or bylaw that he violated, and the town is trying to collect. Ah, so he needs to correspond with them. And probably what he's got to do is he's got to say, hey, uh, you know, what uh, what is your evidence that uh you know i i, I have a contract or uh, i i uh, i'm obliged Duty. to this, uh, these ordinances well how exactly. can it be how can it be regina versus dave if the crown's not even involved well i don't know yeah. i don't know how you guys work up there you're all backwards but but well, i think i think that their witness is the board of health guy and uh I think if the board of health start uh, board of health guy starts thinking that he may have some liability, he may want to just you know have, call a meeting with the legal department and stuff and say hey, the guy fixed the problem. He you know he got city water. We're making money from you know the water that he's using. So you know just leave the guy alone, whatever. But uh, but I you know I think just correspondence with uh, you know saying. Uh, are you aware that I rectified the problem? Are you aware that the delay was not on my part? You know, um, the the water department, you know, took so long to do it. You know, I contacted them right away on this day. You know, that type of thing. Like, just some type of uh, of uh, ladder uh, laying out the, the groundwork. That might put this thing to rest. There's a yeah, lot of ways to approach it, but but if you can show that the delay was not on his part and he was doing everything that he could as fast as he could to to comply, and uh, you know uh, the the water is in compliance now, what's the problem? The water was always in compliance anyway. 
Is there, you know, is there a man or woman that claims I cause him harm in some way? Well, they didn't even complete. They didn't even complete the testing. They didn't do it properly. And one of the readings said everything was fine. And then yeah. he tied into the city water. And then he got a notice saying, you complied with all our... This, this was funny. Listen to how this this goes. They said, you are in full compliance with the order, and the order has been rescinded. There you go. How, the, how do you order somebody to do something... Wait till they carry out the order and say, oh, I was just kidding. I take it back. Right, but and now they're prosecuting, even though they, yeah. they already said that he complied and they rescinded the order anyway. Yeah, but you can't rescind an order once it's been carried out. It's already done and over with. No, so but he didn't carry funny. the order. What's that? He didn't carry the order. Sure he did. They told no, he did him. not. They no, told he did him not. he did. They told him oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's that that that's a point. But uh, you know, the order was to uh was to uh, put some type of uh treatment uh uh equipment in or whatever and he just went and got town water. Well, that's cuz he kept sending them letters and they cuz they're like, "Oh, you got to put a water treatment system in." And he immediately sent a letter back saying, "Well, uh Give me a deposit and tell me the make and model you wish to have me install for you. Well, that's and probably why they rescinded the order. That's probably why they rescinded the order. And now they're coming after him to to make him think that you know what he was doing wasn't working. Because mm-hmm. they can't have a president step like that. Give me a quick refresher. <laughs> What's really ha- what what, what, uh, what this water thing is all about? What's all that noise? Reason. What's all that noise? Somebody breaking ice? I don't know. It's not me. Was it me? What are you saying, uh, Eric? No, I'm just sitting here. I'm holding my mic. No, what were you saying? What? Oh, uh, just give me a quick breakdown on uh, the water thing and. Uh, what he's really involved in. I didn't catch runs, that part. Nice he, runs a, he runs a butcher shop. And oh, okay. He was, he was getting his uh, water from the well. And okay. I don't know why they ended up testing it, but they came out to do a water sample test. Uh-huh. And it was right after super heavy rains. Oh, And the water yeah. was a little cloudy or something, or I don't remember what it was, but... Uh, yeah, so that's what it was. I think he uh, he had a leak, and they fixed the leak. And there was a bit of chemical in the water from fixing the leak. Oh. And so they came and they took their sample, and it was slightly contaminated. And then they came back and did their next sample, and it was good. And then okay. I don't think they did the third sample or something like that. But then, and, and uh, who, who who invited them in there? I don't know. I forgot. They invited themselves, and he probably consented. Okay. Oh, and then all of a sudden, they're... Oh, once they put in the door, you know, that's a problem. Does he have a business license? <laughs> I think so. Well, that's it there. 
But see, there's another thing too, is they, um, they served them with an order to cease and desist all operations immediately yeah. to shut the shop down. Yeah, that's the business. The next day, he shut it. He shut the shop down, opened it the next day under a new name, and then they had to come back out and reserve them a new order. So obviously, changing the name of the company did something. Oh yeah, for sure. And and is the is the so this is the after the boy the hell thing, right? Who keeps selling uh, stuff? Yeah, somebody's making shitloads of noise. How many people on the call? If if you're not talking, you know, just mute out. Mike, you can mute them out. Probably that. You can put their their uh, finger up, their middle finger. <laughs> so he should just uh, open up another name. He did. Look at them. Do yeah, it again. The thing is, are they coming after after the old name or the new name? Mike. Uh, I think they're. I don't know which name they're coming after now. If they're coming after the old name, sorry, out of business. Well, that's you were in charge. Well, I, I resign. That's what I told them. Keep playing that game because it obviously worked. Every time they serve you with something, change the name of the company. Yeah, and don't get a business license. So, and he, what he's got to do is he's got to do a, a letter of resignation as being associated with that company. Yeah. Out of business. Yeah. Oh, I resigned that position a long time ago. I don't know who's handling that now. Because a dead entity is a dead entity. I don't know. Let's say let's say you were to um, declare your birth certificate dead. They can't even resurrect it. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? If you if you uh, uh, declare your birth certificate dead, how can you declare your birth certificate dead? Um, that's the. Uh, it's not even yours. Yeah, I know, but with, with a death certificate. Yeah, if you. I made a feeling with you as if you're dead anyway. So what difference does it make? I know. So, so, apparently, oh. uh, so, somebody, oh, declared, somebody declared. Somebody uh-huh. declared a man dead, and he was just like missing or whatever. He comes yeah, back and finds sea. out that what missing at sea or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he comes back to find out that they declared him dead, his person, and there was nothing that they could do about it. So wouldn't he instead so declare himself he's alive? like a, a wanderer, a salvager, what would he be at that point? Uh, I don't know, nameless? <laughs> Civilly dead, so he has no legal person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's when this person thought this this man thought that it actually meant something, you know, the birth certificate. But obviously, it's harming him from, you know, being able to commerce. 
So that must mean the same too when you, uh, if you don't have a you let, you let a business name fade, fade away. No, no. I'm, uh, let's say you needed a driver's license or open up a bank account or. Yeah, you can do all that without without a birth certificate. Get a driver's license. Yeah. That's true. All you need is two adult uh, witnesses that say that you are who you say you are. And then you hmm. sign a statement or something. Okay. That's good to know. The you know, once you do that, like if you if you apply for a social security number, once you have the social security number and uh you you uh open some account in your name so you bring a you get some mail you get you get some uh, some stuff through the post office, some uh, utility bill or something. Take that, your social security number, and two adult witnesses, and almost any place. Well, uh, they just want to make money. They don't care. I thought you were parked, Eric. I know. Make I just a lot need of noise. to roll the window down to smoke. Huh? I just need to roll down the window to have a quick puff of my cigarette. Quit smoking, man. What's wrong with you? I know. Eh? Real men don't smoke. Look at Mike. <laughs> Real men smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> So he's going to have to, uh, we're going to have to find out if he's got a business license. Who's got a business license? This Dave guy. Of course he's got a business license. Well, that's why they're attacking him, because they can. They they, 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 uh, they have their nose right, in, right up his ass. Yeah, but the problem is not that. The problem is that the charge that they're making, what they're charging him with, is not... Correct. So just change the name. Don't go. Don't run under a business license, and just continue doing what you're doing. Forget them. Just like Mike said, it had effect. Just by changing the name. Yeah, but run it had an effect. Run without a business. Run without a business. If he was to run without a business license, they got no say. Well, then he'd probably have to use his name. And uh, he'd probably have to be prepared for a battle. He can call it whatever he wants. Because if he's posting uh, uh, some business license in a window... Uh, the, the actual township has has a liability to the public. No, the town has no liability. What? The town has no liability unless they made a mistake. By well, like if they inspected the water and they said the water is fine, and then people got sick from the water, yeah, the town would would probably have liability because. They're saying that it, the, the water is good when it wasn't good. 
Yeah. You know, let's say let's say David tested his water the day before, and it was no good. And then the board of health came in and said, "No, the water's fine." And then people get sick. Now they have liability. Yeah. But if they came in and inspected and, and uh, the water was fine, um, and, uh, you know, uh, eventually somebody gets sick or whatever, or if they came in and tested and the water was not fine, and people so get I'm sick. Wonder- I'm wondering if a, a business license entitles the, the township and the board of health and the board of this and the board of that to to have uh, jurisdiction. Of course it does. Okay, so he has to drop this business license. He'll have a bigger battle. It. He'll have a bigger battle if he, if he does that. They'll no battle with me. They'll be. They'll raid the place, shut it down, steal all his stuff. Then he has a claim. If it's a farm stand is one thing. There's some exceptions for that. And basically, if you're doing it out on your farm, you know, people can buy, buy stuff, you know, even if you're buying meat or selling meat or whatever. But when you're in town and you set up a business, um, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna put up with that. It's gonna be a tough battle. So they're requiring him to put a water purifier or something? No, he's, they required him to, to put in water filters or water treatment or whatever, but he just, you know, uh, tapped into the, the town water or public water service. With no meter? Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They hire the company to come and do it. Or the water department, whoever, but it's, you know, it's connected to a different source of water. So the treatment of, the, of that water is not necessary because it's not being used anymore. But they still plan to enforce it. The well. Yeah. He can cap it. No, it's got nothing to do with capping or not capping. It's using water in the butcher shop, and, the, and they tested the water. It's contaminated, so they ordered him to put a treatment system in. The treatment system is only needed if he's going to use their water. He abandoned that water and connected the well water. public water. The well water you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And he connected to the public water system. So now, what's he need the water treatment for? No, he doesn't need it. Unless unless a business is required to have uh, extra uh, uh, filtration. Like you look at uh, Tim Hortons. Do you guys have Tim Hortons in, uh, in the States? No. Okay, that's like a Starbucks. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've been out Canada a few times. Okay. So, um, Tim Hortons. Actually, I think I think a company down here just bought Tim Hortons out, or the rights to bring them down here. They already started doing some of it. Yeah, Wendy's owns them. 
Yeah, I think it was Wendy's, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, uh, Tim Hortons will have their own water purifying so that they can uh, maintain their 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 same quality of uh, uh, water that they use in their coffee. Uh, um, that's, rest, restaurants will have water purifying. Um, the only time yeah, they use actual city water is for uh, for uh, uh, washing dishes and stuff. Right. But that's when people are consuming their water. A butcher shop yeah. doesn't... People don't consume water in a butcher shop. It's mainly no. They just clean the tools. It's mainly used to wash the 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 tools and the walls and the floors and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, with chemicals. So I don't see what their problem is. That's weird. It's always over enforcement, over regulation, and trying to get bigger budgets and more people working. Yeah. And they job security. Yeah. And showing that they're needed and, and making sure that there's enough stuff to do so that they are needed. I guess the only one problem would be the, the actual washroom sink where somebody it? would where somebody would uh possibly uh, fill up a coffee pot or take a glass of water and drink right from the tap. But then again, if you put non-potable that's not water... For, that's sorry, not for drinking. That water in the bathroom is not for drinking. No, but if you put up non-potable water signs, then you've covered your liability. You know, you know, there's plenty of places where it says, don't drink the water, right? It's just for yeah. washing hands. Um, and the water to wash... Uh, wash anything will have a soap or detergent in it. Um, anything that's going to be drinking from the, the water will have its own filters and systems like a nice machine or um, it, like usually that stuff has the filters in it. So, how's, this getting, how's this getting to the to the problem at hand? Now we're getting off into a tangent. I know, I know. I'm just trying to get them to get the fuck out of his business. Oh, excuse my language. Well, you know, that's not the avenue he's going down on. No. So why even bother with it? Uh, have they charged him with anything? Of course, there's a court case going on. Yeah, but must what's the charge? It must have some type of charge that, that he didn't uh, obey the order yeah. of the board of health. Yeah, there was, uh, I, I don't remember how many charges, but he also got an obstruction charge because uh, this is something else that was kind of funny, but the guy showed <laughs> up at his door with a cop to serve uh, to serve a summons. And so he opened the door the cop was there with the city guy. The city guy served the summons. That was his whole job was to serve a summons. So he served the summons and Dave's like, okay, you're trespassing. Please leave the property. And the guy started beaking off. And Dave's like, hey, I, 
did you not hear me? I just told you you're trespassing on my property. Leave. And yeah. the guy just kept speaking off. And Dave looked at the cop. He's like, what are you doing? Like, I just told this guy to leave. He's trespassing. You're going to make him leave? And then there was a little bit of an exchange with the cop. But I think the cop ended up just shutting his mouth and not saying anything. I, I can't really remember the story, but. That's pretty smart. Yeah, it was pretty funny, though, that the guy was there to serve a summons. He served the summons and would not leave. And then so they yeah, charged him with obstruction. They charged him with obstruction after he he took the summons right away. Yeah, thank obstruction you. Of okay. Obstruction of what? Yeah. <laughs> obstruction, obstructing a public health officer in the course of their duty or some kind of shit like that. Well, was yeah, where's your warrant to get off my property? What did, what did he stop him from doing? He didn't yeah, stop him. That's what I'm saying. He didn't stop him from doing anything. The guy was exactly. only there to serve a summons. He served the summons. His only next exactly. job was to leave. All right, you, you did your job. Get the frig out of here. Yeah. yeah. So how's he obstructing? Where's know. your warrant? Did he stop him from doing what he was going to do? Did you go there and do what you had to do? Were you allowed to do what you had to do? Yeah, did he receive, receive the paper? Yes. Okay, so how did you get obstructed? Did he stop you yeah. from leaving? No. Then how did you get obstructed? Did you have to go in there and check anything? No. Then how did you get obstructed? What were you there for? Deliver some papers. Did he take the papers? Yes. Okay, so how were you obstructed? Yeah, because he didn't even argue. He just took them right away. Oh, you got a summons? Lovely. Thank you. Right. Okay, bye. See you later. Screw. <laughs> Next time, don't come on my land. Yeah. Don't come around here no more. <laughs> no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, yeah. jackass. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I bet you all this is tying to a business license. And because he's uh, probably a, a title of butch, butcher, is that what he is? Yeah. Um, that 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 license would tie into some health code uh, uh, statutes and stipulations. Eric, you already said that like a few times, and we agreed with you. So I know, I know, I know. All he has to do is drop that license. Rescind it. How is... How is dropping the license going to help his cause? <coughs> he still got the charges, even if he closed the business down today. He still has to answer to those charges. As was, as is. And then the other thing is, how is he going to make his livelihood? Uh, continue doing what he's doing without a business license. Right. And uh, the customers stop dropping like flies because they don't want to deal with an unlicensed shop, and uh, nobody's protecting their health, and they could get sick from the meat, and uh, on and on. The, the town could plant a few a few uh, uh, um, uh, people to, to start spreading rumors, whatever. Yeah, they could, they then could definitely then uh, yeah. screw up his products. You're right, you're right. They could exactly. sabotage them. That's not, that's not a common sense uh, answer. What he's got to do is he's got to, you know, fight this thing and beat it or or agree, you know, make some agreement with them for it to go away. 
And that's it. Continue with your life. Yeah. I don't think they have a leg to stand on, but he hasn't, uh, you know, he hasn't hit the right key yet. Uh, Show cause hearing, maybe? Yeah, he. I think he's got to do like uh, um, the chrono- chronological um, list of of how the events happened, where it's very clear, yeah. short and sweet. Show cause, right? Or um... well, this would give a historical uh, thing how he sees it. I got notified, you know, put the date down, uh, heard that my water was no good, you know, the test, whatever. And I did this, I did this on this day, you know, and have, uh, you know, evidence that proves what you're trying to say. I contacted the water department on this day. They sent me a letter saying that I was in compliance and they rescinded the order. Bah, 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 bah. You know, somebody's not telling the whole story, so you have to lay it out. Yeah. Um, that guy, he uh, never, Rodney Roseanne. Uh, Rodney he Roseanne. He never plead? Had, huh? He never plead, eh? I don't even know if he's been arraigned. Oh, well, the... It sounds, more, it sounds more like it's a civil thing. They're trying to get money. See, I think they might be doing the same thing they did with you, where they... Um, the judge entered a plea on his behalf, but didn't say it. And he, I guess, Dave, at the time, he didn't understand what was going on. He didn't realize that if he's got a, a, a trial coming up, that a plea was entered on his behalf. So I think that might be another idea for him is to write a letter to the other side saying, uh, when will the arraignment be? Should General be liability. Yeah, shouldn't we be holding an arraignment in this matter? When are you gonna, when are you guys gonna get around to doing that? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to go about this thing, but I, I think, uh, you know, for us to understand it as well, you know, he should uh, just do a chronological history of events, what happened, and have some evidence to back it up. And just yeah, in or, that alone, they you know the judge can can get a story of you know how the story went down, and if the facts are fair, different from their facts, then uh, you know the probable cause hearing might be might be okay. You know, just a few questions. You know, the judge uh, ask him a few questions, uh, present your side, and. See what they say. Something doesn't sound right. Uh, also, attacking the standing would be another one. They're coming after, uh, you know, Joe Small Butcher Shop. Well, this is uh, Jackie Joe's Butcher Shop. Mm-hmm. And I do with those people. You know, you there was a violation against them. They went out of business. It's a new business. Could could he could he ask them how much they want to get rid of this? 
Well, I think, uh, I don't know if, I don't think you want to give them any money with all the things that's going on, but. Yeah, but you, you want to ask them what they want. No, they already, there's a fine. How much is the fine, uh, Mike, do you know? I don't know, aren't they charging them like five grand a day or something like that? Oh, man. Okay, offer them uh, $5 a month. Really get them steaming. Accept it. Yeah, but when you do that, now you're saying that they have standing. Now you're saying that they acted properly. Now you're saying that they So have, how do we deal with a fine, a $5,000 accumulative day fine? How do we deal with that? Oh, the, I think what he's got to do is, like I said, do a, cron- a send, chronological send, thing. Send me the bill. And then uh, do a chronological thing. And then right there you can prove that he complied. If he complied, what's the fines about? Right. They're acting frivolously. They're they're harassing, you know. They're trying to extort. Yes. Extort, see, yes. That's, that's a funny thing, too, is... Um, like I don't, I don't know if the fine is still going because they sent him a letter saying he complied with the order. Right. So I don't know if this, I don't know when I don't know if they're still charging him five thousand dollars a day. But that's another thing that makes me laugh about this is they're squabbling because he was like three days late. Like okay, send me a bill for fifteen hundred bucks and we'll see what we can fuck with next, but. If that's your big squabble that I'm three days late, send me a bill for three days. Let's be reasonable. I think they're just pissed off because he didn't get pushed around like everybody else in town does. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That's what it's all about. What town is this, Mike? Um, it's on the paper. Let me see. Oh, it's already almost 4 o'clock. Go it's there. near you, eh? Yeah, he's in, he's, he's in Ontario. Yeah. Just trying to think what town. Colburn. I don't know why. Colbert? Colbert, yeah. Colbert? Yep. Oh, my. Colborn. Colburn? It's Colbert, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's far east of, from you. Near Kingston. Colbert. Okay. Yeah, that's a really old town, I'll tell you. How old is that town? It's pretty old. It's so old that it's not that old. How can you say Coburn is an old town? Coburg? Yeah, you know what an old town is? Old town is like thousands of years old. No, it's not that old. And the history of town. I'm going to look at the big picture. 
Colburn is like, you know, maybe 300 years old or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 300 years is nothing. There's towns on Earth that are more than 3,000 years. It's like a factory town, uh, possibly ports. Um, oh, wait yeah, a minute. That's down like by that. the canal? Yeah. Mike. Yep. That's down by the, what is it, Erie, Erie Canal? St. Lawrence. I've been there. Is it St. Lawrence? Festival, actually. St. Lawrence goes into Lake Ontario, right? No, uh, goes out of Lake Ontario or something, doesn't it? Well, if it goes out, it can go in. You can go in and out on a boat. So I was there. I was there. They have a festival there in the summer. I was there August 2012 already, I think. Some people, some people figure out. Oh, if, it's on Lake Ontario. It's on Lake Ontario. Yeah. Straight on Lake Ontario. Say it again. It's on Lake Ontario. Uh, again? You say near. a couple more times? Huh? Near, near on Lake Ontario. <laughs> Huron? Huron? Lake Huron? Thank you. No, no. Lake Ontario? Lake Michigan? No, Lake, Lake Erie? Lake Superior? Lake, Lake Huron's a huge lake, man. That's crazy big, that lake. Huron, Superior is the biggest one. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> Huron is the smallest. Well, if you add the Georgian Bay... Yeah, Superior is huge. What, did the call end? No, no. I'm just oh. checking out this map. I'm looking at some reptoids. Reptoids? Woo! Do them shit. They'll eat it. So this hearing, or uh, this court that he's in, he's in a court? Yep. And they're not hearing him at all as a man? Nope. 
So he's going to, and they're not taking any notices. So he's going to have to just wave a piece of paper that says, who say I do wrong? That's about all he can do, right? I'm kind of wondering if he should put in a notice, but tone it down a little bit. Instead of saying, I am man, Dave, just say, I, Dave. Who say I do wrong? Because that's probably what it is. They're freaked out by the colons and semicolons and I am man and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they don't want to misinterpret it. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is he's gone, uh, he's gone into that courthouse so many times. He's tried so many times to file letters and notices and... He's gone in to talk to magistrates and all kinds of stuff, so they're going to know his face, they're going to know his name, they're going to know his address, they're going to know everything now. This is this is uh, kind of funny. I remember a guy who went in who had a blank piece of paper in his hand and he made it look like that he was reading it and they took his word for it and they discharged. It's almost like he bluffed them reading reading a piece of paper and he was reading it on the record. Pretty wild, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't entered entered as in like here you go, but just read into the record and it was blank. <laughs> But uh, if he goes in with uh, uh, I, Dave, require, who say I do wrong? As simple, as quick, and dumb as it is, they have to answer. Does that make sense? Yeah. And not long, and and, uh, like Carl says, uh, make it short and sweet. He's overextended himself if you say he's, like you said, uh, in and out, in and out of the courthouse, freaking them right out, paper terrorizing them. (laughs) There was... um, Gus is involved with that guy there uh, who's been in the court about that property. Um, what was the guy's name? I'd have to go look at my phone here. I had an idea for them. John H. John H. Have you, yeah, have you heard that last uh, episode that he's got, 58? Oh, no, it's not 58. Uh, I don't know how on my phone podcast. No, 
I hope you didn't hear that. Hello? Hey. Did you you guys didn't hear that, eh? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how my phone works with uh iTunes and stuff. So anyways, uh this that John guy there uh it, it sounds like uh his gr- I don't know if it's his girlfriend or not went bankrupt and there's like no debt on the mortgage or whatever, but the bank wants the house, but he bought the house. Kind of deal. And they're at the point where uh where he's testifying uh uh, he was being answered questions as a witness, cross-examined by the uh, lawyer of the bank. And they have a copy of the note. He should require the original copy of the note in that court case. But he's the plaintiff. I don't know what he's complaining about. Uh, have you heard uh, the that, that court session? No. It, oh, he posted it, you mean? Like it's a court audio? Yeah. Yeah, he mentioned the other day he posted some, some audios, but I, I forgot. I didn't go back and listen to them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, he gets into, the the lawyer for the bank gets into uh, um, a note. John is pretty smart. Sounds like sounds like he knows his stuff. He's got to really think about what he's going to say when when he's asking him questions. So it's pretty good the way he's answering. Just think for a strategy there. You should ask for the original note because uh, the guy's trying to trap him into thinking that uh, that there's a debt owing on the house, even though the woman's bankrupt or something and I don't know the entirety of the whole case I'd have to go through it with Gus yeah it's pretty it's a pretty fun thing to listen to and that woman judge eh? she says uh, oh uh, the lawyer is presumed sworn in no, 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 no. Put him on the stand. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're presumed to be full of shit, so swear him in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> swear him in. Exactly. Oh, a lawyer's perfect? Is that what you're saying? He's going to lie because uh, John asked him, well, is he not going to be uh, uh, under per- uh, penalty of perjury also? And she's like... Uh, uh, sort of, uh, 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 you know, it's like, oh, are you kidding me? This is how they get away with lying. 
It's like whatever the cop says, he's already sworn in. He's he's a witness. He's already sworn in. He's presumed sworn in in all court cases. Yeah, well, maybe the lawyer is presumed sworn in, but I require the man to swear in. Yeah. That's a good way to... Yeah, that's what I would want to say, too. Presumed. That's like saying, oh, it's a falling star. It's a real falling star. This court system stuff is uh, really crooked. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of strange because this whole law stuff, it just makes me laugh. Like the whole legal system is such a joke. But yeah. on the other hand, it's such a dangerous joke. Very. They, they got the backing. Everybody's backing them up. Oh, they, the court decided. Oh, my goodness, really? Yeah, who's the court? Yeah. Like, I don't know, the last time I heard, uh, you at least needed two parties for the court. I thought you were saying that I'm one of the parties. So if the How court about an impartial this, judge? Yeah, if, if I'm part of this court and the court ordered this, should my name be appearing on the order? Like, should I be signing this? Or, like, I don't recall ordering me to go to jail. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, and you you wish you to relinquish your right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> so crooked. I wish the judges were actually impartial, not ex freaking lawyers. Yeah, there's still lawyers, yeah. they're all practicing law from the bench. You know, if we if we wrote up our own statutes and laws ourselves, um, we should be able to require the cops to to have them come into our court and face our charges. Well, hopefully, it'll get back to that one day. Yeah. cops would walk down the street and just say, hey, kiddo, stay out of trouble. You don't want to meet Mr. Billy Bat. (laughs) Instead of, "Uh, what do you got in your pockets there? I I, I have to uh, stop you from potentially uh, rubbing a liquor store. (laughs) 
I've got a question for you guys. Sure. All right. It's uh, Leo here from uh, Alberta, Canada. V- uh, Vital, are you on? No, he hung up on us. I'm in uh, Alberta. <laughs> uh, that's Eric, eh? Yes. Yeah, I'm in uh, North. I I just drove up from Calgary this morning. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Eight, I'm eight hours north of Calgary. Yeah, I'm in Fort Mac or north of Fort Mac. Oh yeah, so I'm uh, exactly uh, west of you, about three hours. As Grand Prairie. Uh, yeah, just uh, just a bit uh, east of Grand Prairie. But I'm happy. What's this? A little smoky. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I shot my two or hours. This fall or Athabasca? No, smoky. Smoky oh, River. Okay. Cool. Right on. So I got a, um, a uh, I was going to ask Vital because he's really really good with logic. But my question is, if I phone somebody and threaten to rob them of something which is very precious, and then you, because you don't want to lose this precious thing, you spend some money in buying a safe or moving them to another country or doing something like that, would you be able to claim uh, for compensation for securing your property? Sorry, what was the first part again? Well, the first part is somebody out of the blue phones me, threatened to rob my property. Uh, I make sure that the property is secured. So in other words, hide the property or buy safe or send the property to another country. Now, can I claim compensation for the cost of doing this because of the threat? Do you have the threat on paper or do you have witnesses? Well, I have a uh, a recorded telephone call. Make a complaint to the cops. Have it recorded that way also. Okay, I did that already. And did they file it? Well, it was the uh, a lady who uh, works for the CPS. Mike's aware of this, but the um, she phoned me on February twentieth and threatened an ex- and other uh, threats and extortion over the telephone. So I wrote her and her supervisor a letter, which Mike helped me write. I basically, Mike wrote it. And then six days later, I wrote a, a letter to the RCMP stating that this lady, acting as whatever, yeah. uh, thre- threatened to rob I, a man of property. But uh-huh. in, the mean- in the meantime, my property, my wife, and my three kids, well, actually, my wife was... Starting to get so you're stressed se- out. you're securing. Yeah, so my wife was getting stressed out, and uh, didn't didn't like this, no communication back, and didn't didn't want to to risk the government coming in and forcibly taking my property or robbing me of my property or having this spacey lady. So uh, 
basically under stress or whatever, she flew out of the country with the three kids. Uh-oh. So, which I'm okay with that. Uh, but the problem is the reason she fled or the reason she, she's just securing herself and her property or uh, the property is being secured out of country. Okay. So that's the way you're securing it. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so it, so I was thinking of it like, like, let's say I have a, a whatever, uh, a diamond, and somebody phones me and says, I'm going to go rob that diamond, I'm going to send Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.